2: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to episode 58 of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I am your host, Gene, and we want to thank you for taking this magical journey with us. If uh, you're joining us from one of the gazillion streaming services that we're on, welcome in. And if you're listening to us on Magic of the Mouse Radio, welcome in. And if you're new, listening for the first time, we say thank you, and please smash that subscribe button, leave a review. We have a big show today. We got some huge announcements today. We have a huge guest, too. Nationally syndicated Elvis Duran in the Morning Show co-host, Danielle Minara. will be stopping by. We'll be talking about her radio career, her love of Disney, a bunch of stuff. It's going to be a really fun uh, filling time talking to Danielle. And also for this week's topic talk, we'll be talking what it, we'd like to have Thanksgiving dinner at a Disney World restaurant. Uh, but first, let's do the Disney Underground Roll Call. The
0: Disney Underground Roll Call.
2: Okay, so first, let's thank uh, in advance... Jay Boogie Bergs, and then let's kick it over to the besters of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. What's up, guys?
3: Hi, hi, <laughs> What's up? Oh, oh. What's up? I'm so happy to be here.
2: <laughs> let's kick it over to sunny Miami. We're San Sammy today, but we have Joey in the house. Joey, what up, my man? What up, man? From the north, from the six, our good friend from We Like Theme Parks podcast, Bondo Chris Bond. What up, man?
4: what's up Diz nerds how's it going oh it's going all right man i'm here guys yeah surprise hey
2: bondo Uh... is the, the king of the north yeah. Game of Thrones reference, right?
4: Love the Game of
2: Thrones. Love the Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, you know what? You know what before we get... We have a ton, a ton of stuff to cover, a ton of stuff to do. Before we get into that, though, let's do our... Uh, let's read for our sponsor. The Disney Underground is proudly brought to you by Magical Travel by Brian. You can contact Brian to help you book your next vacation. Magical Travel by Brian can not only help you book your next Disney vacation, but much, much more. He can help you book a vacation to Universal Studios, all-inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate travel. He can even help you book a destination wedding, even Disney destination weddings. They're going to get you the best possible price on your trip, and that is a promise. And you know what the best part is? Dan, tell them what the best part is. It's free. That's correct. That's completely free. It's a no-brainer. It doesn't cost a cent. So for some info, go reach out to Brian. You can check them out on their website, www.MagicalTravelByBrian.com. Email Brian at MagicalTravel.com. And by phone, it's 1-800-883-1535, extension.
1: Extension double nickel,
2: there five, five. <laughs> and that's brian spelled b-r-i-a-n hey. all right so a uh, clap for brian Thanks. he actually i uh, had some family down um that he booked a trip for and they raved about the work he did as far as getting everything together he gave he sent them out like extra like baked goods disney baked goods he did a tremendous job taking care of uh my cousin and her kids um so thank you to brian so a ton of things to talk about uh first we got we got my man bondo in the house so you know i want to ask him a question i'm gonna put him on the spot for a second uh oh. as we all know we all love we like, we like theme parks, it's a good yeah, show, it's, it's not a bad show. I think the host, you know, if it wasn't for Miriam, I don't know where that show would be, but well, you know. well, well,
4: uh, <laughs> uh, no, that host is garbage, right? Like <laughs> Canadian he's
2: like the New York Jets of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well,
4: we well, <laughs> wow, ouch!
2: No, uh, I, know side, You're even a, I know that's not good.
4: You were about to pay yeah. the show a compliment. Go ahead, nice. I was,
2: I was gonna actually <laughs> to say, I, I really enjoyed Chris Bonda. We've become very good friends, I think, over the last year or so, as we've both grown our podcasts, and yep. um. You know, you got the Disney Villain League, and I wanted to get nice. your... I, I'm putting you on the spot in front of in front of my people. Okay, please. How good is my team? You got
4: a good team. It's a strong team.
2: Uh, I was really impressed
4: with not only Gene's uh, selections, like his draft day work, but then what I was doing is I was kind of having people kind of comment on how they felt about other people's draft. And Gene was very cynical, which was really great. And he knew his stuff. He was like, now. Nah, um, Maleficent is second round value. Wouldn't have drafted her in the first, uh, not a value pick here. So really great insight. It felt really legit. And, uh, I-, I was proud of you, I-, I felt like I brought you in. I was like, look, this guy's going to be like, he's killer in the Disney villains league. And I'm excited for your first matchup, which is going to be in two weeks. Yep. And you're going up yep. against yep. Gabriella from WDW bathrooms. Yeah. And yeah. she knows her Disney toilets and her team name is the toilets of terror. So don't get
2: flushed. in two weeks, Yeah. My team was supposed to be Frollo and falafels, but somebody yeah. stole Claude Frollo from me. Literally, the pick before mine, so yeah. I ended up going with Hades and halal. I even have a new logo. I sent it to Chris. I didn't. I didn't. Beautiful. I didn't put it online yet, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna post that soon. But I got my yeah. Hades logo. Yeah, I think I'm really gonna mop the floor up with Gabriella. I. I, I feel bad if she's gonna hear this later, and it's gonna be some trash talking. But I'm really gonna mop the floor with her team because I'm not. I'm not really. I mean, she's got the wuzzles. I mean, am I worried about about a woozle? I don't know, man. They're so psychedelic
4: and crazy and out there. Who knows what the how the woozles throw down? We, we don't know, but that's we're going to find point. out in two weeks. Right on the here on the We Like Theme Parks podcast, where the Disney Villains League are going at it, and it's going to be a good time because Gina's going to be there. Plug, plug, plug. Did that work out
2: okay? Did I? Do it, that? That's fine. I, I go ahead and plug <laughs> it. Man. Oh, that was a plug. <laughs> if you're tuning in, this is actually the Disney Underground. This isn't like We Like Theme Parks. If you're oh, what okay. Just joining. Oh, so fire! I'm undecided. You
3: know, <laughs> you know wait a minute, with, Gene. What's your team's name? What and what?
2: Hades and Halal.
3: Oh, Halal.
2: Yeah, which is very oh. very tasty, by the way. It's not as good as falafels, as Joey knows. I love a good falafel. I'm a sucker yeah. for a falafel. But <laughs> halal is, is up there, though. We're going to ride this thing all the way to the, to the end. I'm winning the whole thing for, for for the Disney Underground. I'm doing it for you guys. And I also want to give a shout out to Chef Art Smith. I actually, the other day I went to his – they had a brunch event and uh, had a fantastic time. They really – you know, uh, and shouts to Heather McPherson, who's been on the show before. She's actually going to be on the show again. And I think we may be getting – I don't want to tease this too much because it's not set in stone yet, but – uh, looks like we might be able to get Chef Art Smith on in the near future. Hey. So, but I want to say shout out to them for taking care of us yesterday. Hey, Fantastic. didn't he just do, he just did a book signing, didn't he? Well, I was at yesterday at the uh, at the brunch event. I was there. I got my book signed. Right? Okay, that, that book right there. If we were on if we were on YouTube right now, you'd see it, it's right there. Um, I got it signed by him and a couple of other ladies that were that were there that are also part of the book. Does the book um, smell
4: like ribs? Like, what does it smell like? Sweet tea? What no, it it's,
2: it's just a regular book, man. <sighs> it, it, like, it smells like paper. I thought,
4: uh, it's Art Smith, uh, man. It, it smells like paper. some kind of barbecue sauce. But, but yeah,
2: anyway. I just want to give a shout out to, to Heather McPherson and Art Smith, Chef Art Smith. And shouts oh, to so Lou Mangiello. We actually spoke for a few minutes yesterday about him coming back on. So he might be coming back on soon, too. Um, yeah, there you go. so we had So we had a pretty fun time talking about uh, moving to Disney since... Um, I kind of did what he did, like 15 years later. Uh, so uh, we had a little fun chopping it up about that. But really, really awesome event. So just want to shout out to them for uh, for really taking care of me. It was me, actually me and Emil were there and a couple other people. So um, just want to say thank you to them for that. Well, guys, you know I don't usually do the announcements this stage of the game. I usually do it at the end of the episode. But this is I want to make sure that that people hear this and we'll talk about it a little bit more a little bit later tonight too. But or today in the episode. So we've been talking about how we are going to be going live soon on mm. FPE Network, and that soon is actually going to be November 11th. So soon, when we didn't really know a date, we now know a date. It's going to be November 11th, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FPE Network on YouTube, and you'll be able to hear us at that point going forward every Thursday night at 9 p.m. E- uh, Eastern Standard Time on every Thursday night. Dude, I'm excited because we're going to be able to bring this show to you live, unedited. You get to see our faces. Uh, Joey can show you his muscles. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's gonna be excellent. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, as you guys know, we'll, we have other shows that are coming on too. So it's going to be more than just the Disney Underground. So you know, stay tuned for all that stuff. But in honor of us coming on next week live, we'll be doing um, some giveaways. If you might have seen on the Instagram already, we're going to be doing a bunch of giveaways live on that episode. We're going to announce the, the winners live on that episode. So you're going to get to find out if you won right then and there, right? If you just listen to the episode and uh, some of the giveaways there's going to be a bunch of stuff. We actually have some merch from uh, Homecoming. There'll be some Homecoming merch. Uh, a, couple of, a couple of other things. We'll probably have about 10 prizes that we'll be able to give away in this one episode. So we have 10 prizes. So we're like Oprah kind of for Disney podcasts. And one prize, the major prize included will be a $200 Disney gift card. I just got that confirmed like literally 10 minutes before we went on the air that we'll have that uh, as well. So there'll be a bunch of stuff to give away. So the rules to, to enter are super easy. You're going to want to make sure you're following the magical lifestyle. You're going to want to subscribe to FPE Network and that's pretty much it. Follow the the Instagram, subscribe to the to the YouTube FPE Network and you are automatically entered into the giveaway. Just uh tune in next week or not next week. It's uh November 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to find out if you won any of the prizes, all right? So go enter now. That was a, that was a lot of stuff to go over. You all right there, man? Yeah, I'm going to take a break actually. Get some so. oxygen. <laughs> That's a lot, but yes, you know what? Let's. Uh, I guess you know what? Let's just delve. Let's just delve right into the news.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, Joey, what do we got in the news this week, my man?
5: All right. So as we mentioned last week, Disney's Cruise Line will have a float this year in in this year's uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is inspired by the Disney Wish. Disney's announced that the Disney Channel and Broadway star Jordan Fisher will be performing a new Disney Cruise Line original song called Together We Set Sail. Jordan Fisher will be joined by Captain Minnie Mouse, Aladdin, Jasmine, Tiana, Anna, and Elsa. The Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade will begin at 9 a.m. on November 25th. Cool thing.
1: Joey, you need to hold back the excitement on... That story, I, I, I don't feel your heart was <laughs> into that a news announcement. Well,
3: maybe he doesn't care about the parade. Well, so
1: is a Jordan Fisher fans, well, I'm a Jordan Fisher fan, so no, no I'm it?
5: not, no, He's no, I'm so not likable. <laughs> you
3: know, Stop it moves, with the Jordan moves, Fisher
5: moves, hate, Joey. <laughs> mo- no, no, no hate on
2: anybody, it just moves the media. I know. Do you want to start fan. a petition to get rid of Jordan Fisher? No, no, Jesus, <laughs> wow. can do that, relax. All right, I just I'll I'm down if you, I, I, I got your back, is what I'm saying.
5: Thank you. Thank you. You got it. Uh, it's gonna. It's been reported that, and I talked about this last week in our in last week's show. It's been, re- not this, but you'll see. It's been reported that Jim Carrey will be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe as the iconic villain MODOK. It's rumored that Carrey will be playing this iconic villain in several of the Marvel Disney Plus shows and may even appear in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So, so far, neither Disney or Marvel have confirmed this, but we'll keep an eye out for it. What I meant by that was, it was funny how we talked about so many actors and stuff now that continue to be pulled into the Marvel cinematic universe. And it just seems yeah. to have no, it knows no bounds. Like it's just, it's,
1: it's like when people started doing shows on Netflix and getting out of cable. Yeah. Now everyone's going
2: to Marvel or, yeah. or even like, you know what? There used to be a time where if you were a movie star, you would be, you would never do a TV show. But then, like you said, with Netflix, Netflix, HBO even you would be able to pull in like movie stars that you would never see on TV yeah. otherwise. But that's so, the thing now. Yeah, it's become like the hot thing, and you know who I can't wait to see is Christian Bale as uh, a new villain in Thor. He's going to be phenomenal in that. Um, I Christian Bale is about as good as it gets these days. But um,
4: this but, also speaks to the quality of the programming on Disney Plus. Like these yeah. Marvel shows are bomb- absolutely. absolutely so. Stars are looking at it and going, "Wow, this is getting this much yeah. attention." This yep. televised yeah. special, ten episode special. Yeah, I'm in. And they got the money too, so that kind of helps.
2: And, and you know, it's just, they're like they're, they're movie quality TV shows. They're the quality of a movie. Oh yeah, but on yeah. TV, yeah.
4: So. And listen, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is a genius. Yeah, he should be here. Like I, I think it's great. And this is not an easy role to play. I'm really interested to see how he can know. play this villain. Because isn't this villain? I'm not a huge Marvel guy, but isn't he like a floating head or something like that? Like he's yeah, like, he's like the little
5: mm-hmm. little
4: short dude with the big yeah. head inside. yeah. Yeah, gotcha. he's like a plane, almost kind of like Clang yeah. from Ninja Turtles, like has some, some yep. like that. yeah, like that kind of deal. Like, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> like, really you emote know. your face because all you are is a head or whatever it is. It's you know, that's Jim Carrey, yeah. You know, no.
2: face, so, and it's uh, been
4: a while. I think it's been a while since we've seen Carrey in pretty much anything, right? Yeah, he took a, a
2: little hiatus for a little bit. Yeah. So, it'd be nice to yeah. see yeah. him back on the
4: screens. But I challenge you to find me a bad Jim Carrey movie, like Jim Carrey, Chef's Kiss, in my view. Also, yeah. Kim, not a big deal. I'll mention it. I he's thought great. I liked him.
0: <laughs> oh,
4: no. Now that Chris likes him, he's like, Mama, I'm
2: out. Mama.
4: Like, Mama. That and, what, and, on? And- what else is going on,
2: Joey? <laughs> Let's just change the subject. Nah. This could be
1: like his comeback Travolta Pulp Fiction,
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know, like he's
1: been out for a while like you said and doing his paintings and more inspirational type
3: i think the andy kaufman movie may have been one of his last ones right
1: no he's been in a bunch of stuff but that
2: i I thought
3: he was talking to the expert
1: from the great white north i i
2: I think
4: uh, he was uh, was in in sonic he was in sonic the hedgehog he was um the villain he He was great
2: oh Oh,
5: see i didn't i didn't see that but i gotta feel like that was was actually very very entertaining movie yeah, was it, it was good. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sonic.
3: Yeah, I never yeah. saw that. They already, Sonic? they
5: already signed for part what? two. They're gonna he's make serious? it long. Yeah, yeah. I feel like You guys are the
2: punking me right now. Is that true? You know, of, you've no, know you the elves? album, but you no, don't.
4: You've never no, seen the the no, mustachioed villain, that guy, movies. like the okay. bald head and the yep. mustachio who has all the robot. Uh, Jim Carrey Blake.
2: J. Bug says uh, Sonic Two is coming out twenty twenty two, and he's Doctor Robotnik.
5: Yes.
4: Thanks, Jay Bird.
2: What do we got um,
5: next, Joey? All right. So uh, according to a report by Giant Freakin' Robot, uh, Disney is looking for Tom Holland, another actor that's been jumping up in a lot of movies, um, to take the lead role in an upcoming live-action remake of Atlantis, The Lost Empire. There have been rumors about this for years, but then the COVID pandemic caused a halt in production on the project. So now the production's ramping up again, and Disney's looking to sign the young star mm-hmm. to play Milo Thatch in the upcoming film. We'll keep an eye on uh, on Disney to confirm this. So we'll see. Awesome. I mean, Holland is another one. Let me tell you there's a movie he's coming out with, which you guys you guys might not know, um, called Uncharted. I don't yep. know. I know they they put up a thing, I don't know if you guys know that is a major hit for Sony on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Yeah. I've played un, I played the Uncharted series for years. It's yep. really neat to see it. It's almost like a young Indiana Jones type Yeah, of thing. that's
2: exactly what it is. Have yeah. you seen the trailer
5: for it? Oh no, no, absolutely. The and it's trailer. just like a game, which is what is awesome.
2: I was mm-hmm. I'm not into the game because I'm you know I'm not a big gamer, I know Joey is. I'm I'm really not, but right. I know. So I wasn't going to be completely into the movie, although I knew Tom Holland would be good at whatever he does. I saw the trailer; it was like instantly hooked. The scene where he's falling out of the plane, and he gets his and everything falls out of the back of the plane, and he gets yep. his light coat on the boxes, and then he finally yep. gets his way, works his way up back into the plane, and then the car hits <laughs> somebody and falls out again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it looks intense, man. It looks intense. Yeah, but that's yeah. straight
5: yeah. out of the video game. Like I've seen that scene in the video. Game. Exactly. It's it's awesome Great. that they did that. Yeah. yeah, it yeah, should absolutely. be
2: good. And Walt Wahlberg as well. And it's, the cast is pretty good on that one. Uh,
5: Disney's Animal Kingdom has announced the return of Divine, who is the still walking living Vine character that has not been around since the park since closed uh, due to the pandemic in March of 2020. So according to cast members, Divine will be returning to the park in some capacity this week. And of course, it's great to see another act returning to the Walt Disney World. So awesome.
3: That's great.
5: Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. Listen, the more more entertainers come back. That's great. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been scared by Divine where you're just kind of like, yes, going through the oasis
4: and it's like, just see a tree riding, ah. oh. like, what it? The- yeah. <laughs> oh, Divine, what do you, I just got here. Come on, scare me at three people. Divine. <laughs> I didn't actually know her name. I was like, Tree Lady, what do you, oh, are You me? <laughs> you don't even know my name
3: i didn't know it either
4: yeah i get it all right let me read this news over here all right let's check this out so uh some great news if you're into being stretchy because the springtime surprise weekend is also going to have sunrise yoga sessions and this is at the disney's magic kingdom on march 31st you can do the registration it's going to be on run disney's website starting when is this website uh for club run disney gold and platinum members on december 7th at 10 a.m So that's the time you want to get there if you want to do some yoga and register as uh, so general registration will begin on December 9th for everybody else and registration for virtual races will begin on December 14th. Uh, so guys, get your warrior on I'm talking number one and warrior two in the park that's pretty cool i mean that would be super fun to get to do seniors some-
5: reggie yeah you're signed up for this aren't so cool.
2: you ready? no i'm signed up for the one for um i'm signed up for the one that's actually it's actually to, uh it's, it was it was this past weekend but i can't do it because of the neck i have to skip out on it i don't even know if i, I didn't even bother asking to get my money back i just you know but i'm doing the one in january so that one i'm doing so, awesome. okay. so yeah
4: okay cool I will be skipping this one because no yoga for me. I'm too chunky. I'll, I'll hurt something. I'll like, you know, my will sh- 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 shatter my vertebrae or
2: something.
5: Have any of you guys done yoga?
2: Yeah. It, oh yeah. Well. Oh, well. yeah. So, I used to do hot yoga back in the, like back like five years ago. Out of me.
3: me too. It's, it's a crap crap good, it's a,
2: it, it's a good workout Ooh. though. Like the, especially the hot yoga where you, you walk out, you, you, it feels like you jumped in a pool. You get that sweaty, but it's like, Ooh. you feel so refreshed, man. Just and it's so
3: hard. You would not believe how, no, you don't realize how hard that. No. What?
2: Look at Chris. Like He's really getting sold on
1: this.
4: Listen, uh, you know, uh, I've done the yoga before. I, like, You know when you are not, you're no, you don't like things you're not good at? That's what's happening here. I tried yoga. You
2: don't yoga. know that
4: you're not good at it. You got to try it. No, man. I've tried. Dude, I did that P90X for a while and there was a yoga day.
2: Yeah, but you got to go to a class. Yeah. It's different when you go it's to like a class. like I'm skipping yoga day. I don't want
4: anyone to see me fail like live. I, I can just fail on my own and wallow in my own misery. I don't need to share it with anybody.
6: Like, enough. there's like that,
4: the crane thing, like, you're getting up on your elbows and your shoulders. Uh, you know, yeah, see, Joey knows. Um, look at those pipes. Obviously, he does some yoga, he's got to keep the, that stretchiness going. I just, yeah, it was just terrible for me. I I really hated it. And I would you know, I would embarrass myself. I'd just be like, I can't do it. Let's, you know, but uh, I'm I'm thrilled that everybody loves it and does it because it's really good for your body. And, uh, you know, so do it. Sign up, guys. You know the dates. Check it out. But there's more news, guys. Lots of fun news happening. Let's hear it. Let's, Let's talk a little bit more about some movies. The Disney live action Snow White that's coming down might have found their evil queen. This is exciting. Apparently, and according to Deadline, Gal Gadot is in the final stages of negotiations to play the Evil Queen. Whoa, this highly anticipated film is going to be directed by Mark Webb, and it's going to star Rachel Ziegler. She'll be playing Snow White. I don't know who she is, but Ziegler, that sounds like a pretty strong name. I'm sure she's going to be great. Uh, And the production starts in uh, 2022. So next year, we're going to see some Snow White.
5: I don't know much. I'm I'm excited for this. A lot of Disney's live actions and stuff have been really good. So I, I I have trust in them to do this.
1: Justice, yeah, lots to live up to here.
5: Oh, no, yeah, no, no, lots to live up to. They have yeah. they've consistently been good with this stuff,
1: but I have been uh impressed and surprised by the live action movies. Like, I was, yeah, yes. Beauty and the Beast, like, I was really shocked. Yeah. Man. Oh man,
2: didn't you say your favorite was Dumbo Dan? <laughs> he ain't no. started. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, now that Dan <laughs> Dan make the movie.
1: you know Dan what? The speaking of these movies, though,
2: why do <laughs> why don't skeletons ever go to the movie? Oh, oh, sorry, Chris. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm pumped. <laughs> you know why they don't go to the movie skeletons? Why? Because they have no body to go with.
4: <laughs> Come on, it was okay. It that was, was like t- a six. Come on, it wasn't so bad. I think it was bad, but it was okay. Bad, right? Come no, on. that was. I thought it was actually really, really. I'm, really I'm good. the only one on this picture smiling. See, that look was at really that. Really bad. <laughs> well,
2: well, Chris, yeah. I think you're gonna have to. You might be filling in a lot more for someone on the, on the <laughs> panel. So I hope you're free Thursday nights. Uh, yeah, I'm available. Someone's got to go.
4: <laughs> I think... hey, can throw this out there? I feel like I'm the only person that's not into these live action movies. Like these, these remakes. None of them? None Honestly, of them. they're all okay. I know the story already. And it was like, these classics were just perfect.
2: Did you guys see the award show last weekend? No, which award show? For, for, award for, for, for Scarecrow of the Year, the Scarecrow of the Year award. Did you see it Why did the Scarecrow win Scarecrow of the Year? Why? Because he was the most outstanding in his field.
4: (laughs) Oh,
1: wow. Stephanie laughed at that. (laughs)
4: Hey, hey, there's some
2: great news.
4: Over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, they've announced an addition to the Disney family. This is exciting. A baby white rhino was born late on November the 2nd. Uh, And this is according to Dr. Mark Penning, who is Disney's Vice President of Animal Science and Environment. And this is the third white rhino born at Animal Kingdom in the past 13 months. And the baby mother is Lola. And the baby has yet to be named I would like to pitch Gene, I think would be a suitable name
2: for a white rhino.
4: Yeah. Any any other thoughts on a name for this I think, rhino?
2: I got to be honest with you. I think you're spot on. Got nothing. Yeah. I think I nailed it. Right? Uh, you, guys, you guys uh, want yeah. to agree with, with Chris? Oh,
5: no, no. I absolutely agree. I'll tell okay. you what, though. If this is the third one that's in the past 13 months, how busy are they getting over there? Like,
2: <laughs> slow down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so are, they, are the white rhinos endangered? Not anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> no, but can Decide. were they going into this, though? Maybe. Does anybody know? Because that's a good thing, I guess. If they were, but
5: I mean, give it another thirteen months, man. They're gonna double and uh,
3: double. I know.
1: Double in yeah. Numbers. If there's any animal in danger, just stick it in Animal Kingdom and problem
3: solved. <laughs>
2: right.
3: They'll find it a date. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's kick
2: it over to Steph. We got the new Steph. What <laughs> a date?
3: Well, they do. They pair them up. They, I know. they have romantic dates. Okay, here we go. Disney <laughs> has announced that Taika Waititi has signed on to direct. <laughs> Disney's Tower of Terror film that will, that will be produced by and starring Scarlett Johansson. The future of the film did not look good after Johansson brought a lawsuit against Disney earlier this year. But now that a settlement has been reached, Disney has proudly shared the return of Johansson as a producer and star of the film. Disney has also promised that they will be looking to work with her in the future as she grows her career as a producer.
4: Taika Waititi has nailed everything. man. Everything yeah. that guy touches turns to gold. It's the yeah. perfect guy to get. And my question is, is Steve Gutenberg getting a cameo?
1: You would want at least
4: a cameo, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know why, because he was in the original. Yeah, yeah. man. He, yes. he was yeah, That well, original was like...
4: I've I mean, never seen it, to be honest. I've never seen it, but I knew, you know, Steve Gutenberg. I mean, come on, Police Academy? I mean, the guy
2: I mean yeah, but that was what, 82? I mean, come on. Yeah,
4: but it's a nice Easter egg type it of deal. Is. You, know, you got to put in something stones. in
2: there. I mean, you can, but you don't. I, I I don't think we need Steve. I don't think we need to bring Steve Gutenberg out of retirement.
4: I'm just. I'm really interested to see how they're going to create a narrative here. If they're going to borrow completely from the ride, how they're going to expand the story. I think that's going to be really interesting and exciting. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I, don't don't even, I, I I just hope they stick with the story of the of the ride.
4: Question then, are they going to borrow? Like, is it going to tie into Twilight Zone somehow? I wonder.
2: I would. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I think. I, I'd be honest with you. If it doesn't, I'd be a little let down. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm kind of hoping there's like some type of like you talking about bringing something but I know Rod Serling's no longer with us, but mm-hmm. I'd love to see somehow some some homage to him, some Easter egg about with, with Rod Serling because I mean that's we wouldn't. I mean, Tara Terra is 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 um, Twilight Zone, and he's Twilight Zone. So I would love to see an Easter egg with him. To so me, I'd yeah. be really let down if they didn't.
3: All right. Adventures by Disney has announced a new expedition cruise experience to some of the most remote areas on the planet. Starting in 2023, guests will be able to sail on cruises to the Arctic Circle, Antarctica, and the Galapagos Islands. Guests will board specifically designed ships that are built to go to these remote areas. Disney has said that each cruise will have a team of experts and adventure guides to bring life to the stories and culture of the regions. Guests can and start booking 2023 Adventures by Disney Expedition Cruises on November 12th, 2021. If you are interested, then go to <laughs> HTTPS semicolon slash slash www.adventuresbydisney.com or call one 800 543 865
2: You left out the dashes on the phone number, Steph.
3: I know.
1: Well the coolest one- thing isn't even in this story because Joe Rhody's gonna be in one of these, for sure. Really? Yeah. He's going to be telling tales on one oh, of these cool. cruises. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Ah. I don't know, like, how many, or but he's
5: definitely doing it, yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. This is, actually, this is actually pretty cool. I've seen so many documentaries on the Galapagos Islands. Not these, yeah. other, like, some of these others, but that one there specifically uh it looks cool but it's interesting that they say that they're going to um have specially designed ships for this and obviously i know with the the ice and all that stuff they have to you know do that type of stuff but having experts and stuff like that is pretty cool
2: yeah that'll be yeah. that should be nice and and again you throw in the mix of uh joe rody i mean that's that's a good that's Boy. a that's a dream cruise right there yeah.
4: yeah, I thought he was busy doing like narrative stories on spaceships.
2: Or yeah, he yeah he left to go work somewhere else, and
4: uh and that broke our hearts. I think. Yeah, he's over at uh, Virgin uh, Galactic. I'm just surprised they would reintegrate him when they got these things going on. Uh,
2: uh, no, I think they, I think they, I think they would die to bring him back if they could. I mean, I, obviously, I don't think he's maybe back, it was already worked out. No, or that, think- or it could have been something that was already signed on for.
4: Yeah. But do you think so? Do you think Joe Roddy left on his on his own accord, or do you think that? Oh, uh, I
2: yeah, there's no way they were getting rid of Joe Rody. he Could have he could have worked it till the day he died.
4: Yeah, I don't think they were getting. Right now, they're they're yeah, offloading a lot of Imagineers right now. By yeah, but
2: Fortune. Joe Roddy was like the guy though i mean listen who knows really right i mean we don't know he could they could have said listen we'll give you a nice little golden parachute you leave on good terms we're not making it look like we're firing you just doing your own thing but they might even have said hey can you find something between now and, and whenever but i don't yeah to me would make i mean he's a legend he's like the he's like yeah. he's like the last living legend
4: well who's the new living legend that's my question like, who's the joe Rodi yeah, right.
5: there now joe yeah. joey <laughs> he, right here oh it's joey okay yeah, cool. Joey's no a, no no it's uh, no i don't know
3: Run Disney has announced the events for the springtime surprise weekend that will be held from March 31st, 2022 through April 3rd of 2022. Runners will sign up for three races, which will total 19.3 miles, and they will earn a special challenge medal. The races that will be held are Expedition Everest 5K that will be held on April 1st, and it will feature a nighttime 5K combined with a scavenger hunt. Mm. Race for the Taste 10K will be held on April 2nd and it will celebrate the newest attractions at Walt Disney World Resort. The Tower of Terror 10 miler will be held on April 3rd and this 10 mile race will be held during the day instead of the night.
2: I love this Everest one. That sounds like it'd be really fun doing the scavenger yeah. with it too.
3: I like the tower. You're of Terror, only
2: right? equipped with a flashlight and the lights are out <laughs> in the park. I think that would be really cool, and I, you know, and it says race for the taste, but it has to do with celebrating the newest attractions. Why wouldn't it have something to do with like some of the restaurants and dining? I mean, it's called race for the taste. You are you have right. to run by people, and you're like eating hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. <as>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I did a hot dog challenge. I remember you said five uh, k once. What? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, where you had to make stops and eat hot dogs, <laughs> kind of defeated the purpose. Yeah, but kind it was of. Funny.
4: yeah. How you to say. We're talking about a race where, like, every kilometer, just like, you know, there's somebody like handing out water. It's like a different food from a different okay. place. Like, uh, whether I, like it it. Hot dog or, I mean, what an amazing way to experience like 10 different snacks from Disney.
2: Do it around uh, Epcot, around yeah. World Showcase. Yeah. Oh, I love it.
4: Every yeah. lap, you get another something. Ooh, it's Glow's bread. You got to eat that all the way around your lap. Literally, on, that
2: a race. Get, get Bobby the on world. the phone. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Is not food already? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're we do Isn't right, that this you're right. <laughs> this is
4: how they this is how they do them both at the same time, Joey. They charge you for the raise and the food. Double there you go. that's a JPEG special, yo. Come on.
1: There you go. How would you like to place some of the Disney Fab 50 character statues on your Christmas tree this year? Well,
3: I would love
1: that. Yeah, if we only could have a tree because our cat mm. needs peas won't allow it. But <laughs> you can now. By visiting Shop Disney and checking out the four new sets of the Disney Fab 50 character collection ornament set. There is a collection for each Walt Disney World Park with five ornaments per collection for $49.99. This would be a great way to disney your Christmas tree this year. I heard one of these only are has these, four, actually. but
3: Are these the gold ones?
1: They are. And this, yeah. this is like cool. Them. But what about all the statues that get forgotten? They didn't you make mean, all of them kind of a well i mean I, I know it gets expensive obviously these are 50 bucks a piece for these yeah. sets but
2: i'll tell you what though people would go out and buy them all and if you did it over the well you know here's what, they, what if they did this maybe they're releasing some this year then releasing another collection next year could that be what they're doing you can do that work out
5: a deal maybe. with mcdonald's put them in happy meals work out a
2: <laughs> <laughs> people are already spray painting
1: gold those things so. i know right
2: yeah that's true <laughs> I like the idea, but Dan's right. There's going to be someone that's, you know, we thought it was hard enough leaving out someone out of the 50 that we thought. Can you imagine now they only got five? And now like, so, you know, there's going to be a ton of cool statues they're going to leave out.
1: Yeah. Um, They look really cool. I mean, as you can imagine.
2: And the funny thing too, not the funny thing, but the ironic part is I thought the coolest looking statues were like the least popular characters. I thought the the you know the popular characters, the no brainers, were the ones with like they were like kind of a basic statue. The ones that I loved the most, as far as the design, were the ones yeah. that weren't really popular. Like um, from a, a Joe Gardner from Soul was my favorite statue. I mean, Joey actually, I think Joey, you agree with that. That's a um, cool one. Uh, even Frozone, who was who's is, is a cool statue, and like who cares about Frozone? You know what I'm saying? And
4: uh, uh, I not go Frozone. He's amazing. He's
2: amazing. awesome. What are you kidding? But me?
3: Uh, <laughs> an iconic one of the iconic fifties. Well, no. Uh, really?
2: No, oh. no. I'm just talking about the design of the of the statue. Yeah, but what oh. No, I know.
4: She doesn't think that Frozone should be in the top fifty. Who replaces? Well,
2: I'll be honest. I don't. I don't think he should have been either. I thought there was. Yeah. Some,
3: there's
2: other people that should have gotten it before Frozone.
3: Wait. Yeah, thought, uh, how about a villain? Yeah, there wasn't any villains. How about Captain Hook? How about? Because this is this
4: is about happiness and celebration. You know, the How back of- I'll tell
2: you what. I, I got to be honest. I think if you really, if you go back and you watch Peter Pan again, you'll realize that Captain Hook was just misunderstood. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. I agree. He why, was, why are you laughing?
2: He wasn't a bad guy. He was trying to keep these kids up or running wild and trying to teach them a little bit of discipline.
3: Yeah. I, thought, I think
2: he was doing the right thing. I would have have liked TikTok
0: (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah.
1: TikTok. He's the way to go. I mean, TikTok's (laughs) in the parade. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we're sticking on Christmas, which I don't have a problem with. okay. Walt Disney World has announced the entertainment schedule for Disney Very Merriest After Hours at Magic Kingdom. The special After Hours event will have... Yes. Reindeer Wranglers in Frontierland. Mickey and Minnie's very merry memories at the Castle Forecourt. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas time parade. Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show and club tinsel dance party in tomorrowland.
3: Are these just dance parties? It was smart.
2: They'd put that right where they keep that shooting gallery.
3: Uh Oh take Uh Uh out the gallery.
1: That shooting gallery just does this the whole
2: show, doesn't he? God awful. Waste of space.
1: More Christmas stuff. Okay. The schedule for freeforms 25 days of Christmas has been released. There's no better way to get in the holiday spirit. So if you're interested, then go to freeform.com. But I'd also not with Christmas wanted to revisit the news on the new Cirque du Soleil Disney celebration called Drawn to Life because I just watched a behind the scenes video on YouTube and I would highly suggest you check it out. The video features Eric Goldman. The show's animation director, Goldman, started with Disney in 1990 and he supervised the animation of Disney in Genie and Aladdin. I think after you see this show, it's it's going to look like you, you really see the de, the detailed involvement of Disney animation and Imagineering. You're definitely going to want to check it out. I know that I was much more interested in this after I watched it because you see the performers and then the animation is behind them. And some of this is brand new animation designed just for this this show and the show is um debuting disney springs on november 18th tickets can be purchased at the Cirque du Soleil website or by calling 877-924-7783 yeah it's definitely a
2: really cool designed show like the acrobat type stuff i'm looking forward to that you guys you guys had never seen the original one right no not me i think we had this discussion it's yeah i can't wait for this thing to open up i, I want to
5: I've, I've wanted to see i've always wanted to see it we just never really got a chance yeah. to go do
2: it it's a great date night if you guys you know if you go you know it's i think it's probably good for kids too i think i would think aiden would probably love it too but but it's, of course. you know just just when you think of a date night it's it's a, it's a cool spot all right so what do i got in the news let's see here we go go throw it, <laughs> throw it to yourself gene. Throw it to, let me throw it to gene gene what do we got gene <laughs> <laughs> Disney Cruise Lines has announced that their newest ship, the Disney Wish, will have an Incredibles-themed family competition gaming area called Games. Disney says Games will be a highly interactive, imaginatively produced game show for families. The new section will include an obstacle course, high-energy hosts, adrenaline-pumping music, and special effects. I don't and know what part I like the most. I'll, I'll be fist, adrenaline pumping moves. Yeah, I'll be fist pumping all over that ship. Um, what? ship. What are you saying? Ship, ship, ship. with a p oh,
3: oh.
2: <laughs> I did. I did. Why did it sound like I said something else? I don't know. It
5: might have. Jury's out. Yeah.
2: Well, let me tell you what else we got because this is big, but big even, news. <laughs> Actually, it's even Joel, like Joel said language. See, he knows. I said ship, man. I know what I said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I feel like this is like like the time I said pianist. <clears throat> Oh, here we go. <laughs> and we all know what that caused. Um, all right. So according to the Hollywood Reporter, Chris Pratt <laughs> has signed on to voice Garfield in a new animated movie coming from Sony Pictures. Garfield will be directed by Mark Dindle and the script was written by David Reynolds, who was nominated for an Oscar for writing the Finding Nemo screenplay. So far, release date has not been announced. And you know what? I love Garfield. Uh, I don't see... How is Chris Pratt playing Garfield's voice? though. I just don't see the... I don't, I don't see know. the. I don't see the mix.
4: I totally see it. You know, I feel like
2: it, this. I feel like the only sure. actor that should ever play Garfield's voice, as long as he's still alive, is Bill Murray. Bill Murray well, sounds like Garfield, doesn't he? He just sounds like Garfield without even trying. Yeah, it he, kind of uh, does. Yeah. I could see
4: hard, I could see Chris Pratt doing this. It's a high bar, you know, because Bill Murray is a genius, right? Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, but he's but, done the Garfield movies before. I mean yeah, it's, well, not my like, point and it's not like he's gotten more famous since then. I think my thing is is that
4: when I heard, oh, there's a, a, another Garfield thing, I don't
2: care. Uh,
4: then you I heard granted I, really I probably care.
2: I probably won't like it either.
4: But then I heard Chris Pratt as Garfield and I'm like, I can see it. Yeah. See,
2: I didn't care about the Garfield movie either. But then I heard Chris Pratt was in it and then I got mad. And now I hate it. <laughs> I
4: actually felt like
1: maybe this is going to be good then because why on earth would you sign on for this? Well, like, this is just how I felt when I first read it, like Chris mentioned, when I saw Clifford the Big Red Dog <laughs> the other day. I'm like,
5: oh my gosh, what? <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: Joel's yeah. right though. He does say he's also set to play Mario, which is if anyone's wait, ever seen the Super original Mario,
2: Mario
5: has anyone ever seen the original movie? If you can even call it that, it was, no. it was so bad, bro. Wait, genius.
2: wait, wait. He's playing Super Mario, Chris Pratt. Yeah, Mario. I mean, Mario. come on, man.
4: I gotta say, as a half Italian, I'm very offended. Thank this you. Casting, you're gonna get this munchie cake, Pratt, to to be a proper Italian plumber? No, no. no very disappointed
2: yeah i, I um oh uh, yeah is it gonna be court like animated and he's just playing the voice i
5: don't know really? i don't know hopefully and i
2: love chris pratt like i sound like i'm hating on chris pratt yeah, i love yeah. chris pratt but these yeah. roles here i just don't i
3: don't get it well i'm Ed hoping J- that it's
5: animation I, I i don't i just can't see them doing like donkey kong and bowser as like i, I in suits and like i i just don't i don't see hey, how which one's bowser bowser the- the green. He's the he's got the shell in the back. He yeah. looks like a dragon kind of
2: dinosaur.
4: Jack Black is pay- playing Bowser. Says uh, Joel Burton. See, Guana I think Hathen I can see Jack Black playing Mario. So, wait, is this a Mario movie? Because is Seth yeah. Rogen playing Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong is in Mario, Super Mario. of course.
5: Don't well, think about Kong it like a uh, spittle. Very first game they ever played. I mean, that's Mario getting to the top of Donkey Kong throwing yeah, the barrel
4: right. down. The Donkey Kong game is Mario is in Donkey Kong's game. Yeah. Donkey oh, yeah, Kong. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Super Mario. It was born on a Nintendo game. No, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> But, but they're all in the
2: same universe. Yeah, it's all the same universe, so you can make that work.
4: Got it. The Nintendo 80s cinematic universe. All At right. the end
2: yeah. of the day, it's Super Mario so. Brothers. It's really not that serious, right? I mean, I think we're thinking... What's Jim thing? Carrey playing? Exactly. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right, what else we got? You ready? What do you you got next? He says we got two more news stories. The (laughs) first of the annual gingerbread displays has opened at Disney's Beach Club Resort. The life-size gingerbread carousel has a Little Mermaid theme with four horses on the spinning carousel and one horse set to the side. The display has 21 hidden gold Mickeys that guests can search for. Disney also has announced that the gingerbread house at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa is currently being assembled in the lobby and it will be open for guests to see on November 10th. And ironically, I actually, speaking of, of... Dave from Farrah Park Explorers the other day. I was actually with Dave and we saw it when they actually when they debuted the uh, the gingerbread carousel at Beach Club. We actually saw it the first day. This thing is um, insane. It, it's And let me tell you something. You can smell it like you want it. Like you're looking at it like I just want to break a piece off and eat it. Oh, yeah. Listen. It smells
5: so good, dude. Have you ever seen mm. the – you see the documentary when they show you how they like from beginning to end and how – No, fun, I didn't.
2: Uh, I didn't dude, see it.
5: You got to see it because they show you basically how they make everything, how early they plan for it
2: how, you know, how long it bakes and how much, oh my God,
5: it's it, insane.
2: They put the recipe there. There's a recipe on like a little, like a little board. And it says, yeah. um, how much like of each ingredient They use like, how much sugar and yeah, how yeah. much syrup, you know, and it's like pounds and pounds and pounds of it. And it's like, but it, let me tell you something. It's like, you really look at it. And you're like, I just want to break a piece off. Cause it looks, it looks so good and it smells so good. But, um, yeah, the beach club's all done up for Christmas. They actually have like a cocoa, like a cocoa stand. So you can get all sorts of Christmas treats and everything now too. Right across oh. from there in the lobby, so it's really it's really done up really nice. And uh, obviously, the, the Grand Floridian always does a tremendous job with their with their lobby as well. So I'm looking forward to yeah. seeing that.
0: Well, cool. very cool.
2: So what else? What else is going on? What else is going on, Gene? Well, we got this is big news actually, and I'm really excited about this one. The Walt Disney World Swan Reserve has officially opened to guests. Uh, the new tower sits adjacent to the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resorts, and it has 349 guest rooms, which includes 151 suites. And the Walt Disney World Swan Reserve also has several food options on premises, including the Mediterranean-style restaurant Amare. And we actually spoke about this last week in the news. There was a, like uh, there's a there's a bar there. It's going to be called Stir. Um, I think it was a, was it like a quick service kind of place it's called Ground. Grounds. 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 Yeah. yeah. So and they got uh, they got a couple of different options there.
3: Yeah, and Twist Swiss or something. Stir. Yeah. Stir. Yeah. Stir
2: for, yeah the bar was Stir. stir. Uh, mm-hmm. I love I love the Swan Dolphin. It's not to me the most it's not the most Disney of resorts, the Swan Dolphin, but they're really very nice when you kind of I love to just like walk in the lobby and hang out and, and, and get a drink. But um so I'm kind of excited to see what this reserve is gonna look like. Uh, should, you know I have seen it from the outside. I haven't seen it on the inside yet. I'm excited for that.
1: Is that the one they're pitching the really good uh rooftop viewing from?
2: Uh I know there is a rooftop thing there. So maybe that's maybe that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. I don't so know. all right. Well, guys, that's gonna do it for this week's news. Let's welcome our first guest okay so let's welcome our first guest she is a morning radio drive legend you can hear her every morning on the morning show with elvis duran let's please welcome danielle monaro how you doing you. I'm doing great. I think a lot of us listening right now have either grown up listening to you or spent our whole adult life listening to you. Um, as my, I, I think we're pretty much probably in the same age range. So I pretty much have been listening yeah. to you my, my almost my whole adult life. Uh, love what you guys do. It's funny. It's informative. Got good music. Uh, the cast and crew is always just the, the banter you guys have is, is phenomenal. I love it. Aww,
6: um, you guys you. are
2: legends. You guys are radio legends. You know, how does that feel?
6: That means a lot. Yeah, we've been doing it, I mean, 20 I've been with the show 25 years. I mean, I've I grew up with the show, I got engaged on the show, I went into labor with my first on the show. I mean, I feel like I've just grown up. I've grown up on the radio, you know, been doing it my whole life, and I was very blessed to start at Z100, which that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And now we're on in so many different markets. You know, we're on in Miami, and we're on in Jacksonville, and we're on in Iowa, and, and you wouldn't think Des Moines, Iowa would love us, but they yeah. do. Yeah. No, and somehow- Fans in Des Moines and we love them so. I see recently too,
2: I see recently too you guys just got into Canada like about a year ago I think yes. so yeah so even that's big I mean now you're yeah like, we're in now, Canada
6: which is crossing you know, the, not the, the borders Canada, enough, Canada the real Canada yeah the
2: real one the real <laughs> one you know and it, it's funny as we were just joking before because I've always I've always known you guys as the morning zoo that was when I grew up as a young adult listening to the morning right. zoo and you basically had to correct me before because it's still like ingrained in my brain morning zoo morning zoo yeah. so uh, yeah, it is well, the we morning show
6: it. We yeah it. Elvis Duran on the morning show years back because we're on in different markets. There's a lot of other zoos out there and we just wanted to make sure they you know that people knew which show was ours and so it's now Alvis Duran on the morning show and plus we don't really do zoo things anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We've matured a little bit. Yeah. It, uh, yeah.
2: I would say so. I used to always love and I know he's not on the show anymore is uh, Craig T. I thought he was Craig hysterical. T. Yeah, uh, and I know Craig he's doing other things now but he was always one of yeah. my favorite on the show. I thought he was hysterical. It was it was almost like he was like the every man. I really thought like he had like or at least just the young, the young adult, like he was just that perfect. Like I don't know, he just had the sense of comedy about him that I don't know yeah. if it was comedy, or if that's just how he really was. but
6: He <laughs> well, was, he was, he was good. He, he's actually still in the building. We still see him all the time. He's on. He's actually on the show the other day. He'll pop in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we love Greg.
2: Yeah, he's, he's awesome. So, um, you know, so how long have you guys been teamed up now? Like you, like you said, you've been pretty much your whole adult life. You started there. Like how long has it been? Yeah,
6: 25 years, 20. I mean, 20, we've been doing the show 25 years. I've actually been at Z100 since 94. I started as an intern. I started, um, right up, right from college. I was a junior in college in 94, started and worked my way up. And so um, we've been together, though, a little over 25 years. It'll be 26 years this coming year.
2: Wow. And so you never worked for another station. It's always been Z100.
6: I mean, other than WSJU at St. John's
2: University. <laughs> yeah, uh, wow. no, I've
6: always I've always worked for Z. Oh, What a so, blessing. I mean, so blessed. Tom Pullman gave me my job years ago kept me um steve kingston kept me around when he was pd and of course elvis has embraced me and it's just you know i've been very very lucky one he is the nicest person and he's awesome but he's the most generous person i've ever met like when you hear him giving away money on the show most of the time it's his own money out of that's amazing that he gives like people are like oh no the station reimburses him no they don't he is that generous and he's that type person. He takes care of everyone on the show and, and just, he just is such a great person. He really is like my big brother.
2: That's amazing. It really is. Yeah. And it's it's really special to be able to hear that too, because like I said, he, he, that's what he sounds like. That's what he seems like yeah. to know that he's really like that is, is awesome. Yeah. Um, and what a blessing to, like I said, 25 years, at the same place, but also to have 25 years working with these people that you work with that are all just really awesome people. And that's just yeah, their family.
6: Yeah. They really are family. So it's really nice.
2: So what made you want to get to, in, into broadcasting? When did you realize, Oh, this is what I want to do. Radio broadcasting. Like when did that come about?
6: So, I actually did not want to originally. Originally, I wanted to perform in broad- on Broadway. I auditioned for Walt Disney World. Really? I auditioned to perform uh, in college, the college program, and beyond. And I made it to the final audition. And then I got the call saying, Well, you know, we're going to keep you on file just in case. And then I never got called back. But I wound up um, interning at Z from college. I I wanted to do television broadcasting and I Mm -hmm. was in the elevator at college and some girl came over to me and said, Hey, do you want to do news on the radio station? And I was like, Yeah, I guess so. And so I went to the radio station, and I never looked back. I never went near the TV station. Fell in love with radio, and that was how it started. So after college, I was already interning there, and I just got lucky enough to do a show called Pajama Party. Uh, Tom Pullman, you know, gave me a shot, liked my Bronx accent, and I just managed to work my way up. So it worked out. But originally, that wasn't what I wanted to do with my life, and I kind of fell into it. And my mom always says, you know, if you worked at. Disney. I know you love Disney, but if you worked at Disney, you would never have been here. So things happen for reasons, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? That, that's a great point. And it's amazing how just one little thing could lead to a whole lifetime of experiences, a whole lifetime of changes. And like, like if you don't get on, you know, if you don't, if you're not in that, that situation at that minute, you know, you you could miss it. And who knows? It's really, it just shows you sometimes things are just meant to be. And
6: I would never have um, met my husband because I would, I'm, I probably would have stayed in Florida. I probably would have somehow still worked with the Walt Disney companies. That's my guess. mm -hmm. And then you know, I wouldn't have come back. I would have just stayed there and would never have met Sheldon. I would never have had the kids I have, you know, just things happen for reasons.
2: That's amazing. That's amazing. Now yeah. I also see before we get to talk some Disney, but before we get into Disney, I, I also noticed that you are a huge Halloween and Christmas person. Like it yeah. seems like you guys love to. Now, what is your, if, if you had to pick one or the other, what is your Which which one oh, is Halloween. your more? Halloween for sure. <laughs> so like you guys go all out. I mean, I see like you got the decor, and it's like, yeah. you guys really get into it. Yeah, it's my pretty- husband
6: has 21 or 22 inflatables on our lawn. That's People crazy. stop by our house like every night to take pictures and, you know, uh, they bring their kids by. It's really nice. Uh, my husband even actually this year, he started doing the 21 days of no, the 30 days of Halloween with me or 31 days of Halloween where every day he leaves me a little gift. And so he's been leaving me little statues and and um, pumpkins and skeletons and Michael Myers and all kinds of really cool things. So. Um yeah so we love Halloween. I grew up with my mom loving Halloween and so it's a big deal. I mean we give gifts on Halloween. So <laughs> the kids get presents, my husband gets presents, we all exchange gifts. So it's a big deal around here.
2: That's very cool. Very cool. Yes. And you know, it's speaking of your husband, I saw it. I read an article that he was, he was on the cover of a magazine and it said he had like an infatuation with squirrels and yes. soccer. What is, the, what, is the, what is the squirrels thing?
6: No, I don't know how the squirrel thing started, but he loves squirrels. He feeds the squirrels in the, in the yard. He just loves squirrels. And so, you know, everybody keeps sending him squirrel stuff and, um, he just, I don't know. He loves it. And, um, soccer, I mean, he, played semi pro in the UK growing up and then Mm -hmm. he came here on scholarship. So, you know, his love for soccer goes because he's English. And I mean, that's what, you know, that's, that's what he was born with a soccer ball or a a football.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I I can, I can appreciate the squirrels reference because anyone listens to our show knows that I am a huge animal guy that I feed every stray animal, are you I, really? From New York, I, we, we have these four peacocks that walk around our neighborhood and like Austin, like maybe four of the five houses basically yeah. feed the peacocks. They just wander from house to house. Uh, I'm the guy with like, and my neighbors must hate it, but I'm the guy with that puts the uh, the little straw, little huts for the, for the stray cats in the front yard. So they have a place yeah. to in the winter. And my no, It looks like a, like a tenement for cats out in my front yard, Aww. but
0: <laughs> you know,
2: I, I, I have a huge bowl to feed every animal. So I, we feed possums, squirrels, cats, every, any stray is welcome at my New York house. And the joke was, when I moved to Florida, am I going to feed the, the wild animals down there? Because the wild Are you
6: going animals- to feed the alligators? Yeah, that's
2: what they said. I said, if I see an alligator, I'm going to throw something out for it. Like, I just, I feel bad <laughs> for these animals. So I completely understand and appreciate his love for these squirrels because I'm the same way. Um, yeah. I'm constantly throwing, if I have like, if I have like a batch of blueberries and I see like the peacocks outside, they get the blueberries first. So That's um nice. I can impl- I completely appreciate that. I
5: yep. love that.
6: Oh, yeah. He loves his squirrels. It's so funny because in our neighborhood, you know, some of my friends have like squirrel traps. They want to get rid of them because they ruin things. I'm like, just drop them off at our house. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, would, I, I would love to be able to have one as a pet. Like I used to watch Bob Ross and he'd have like the little squirrels in his pocket and stuff. And yep. I used to, you know, I would be so jealous of that I love, I love... <laughs> I love animals. We're like, yeah, like we're the house that every stray in the neighborhood knows to come to our house for food. Uh. So, um, and the same thing, I'm doing the same thing down in Florida as well. So, but yeah, so let's get into Disney because you know, you know, Obviously, we, we we all we all know you from the morning show. And yep. I think a lot of people do know that you have like this affinity for Disney. Where did that start? Was that something as a kid? That's something that came later in yeah. life. Where did it I come mean, for you?
6: So I have always loved Disney. And then, you know, I auditioned, like I said, to be mm-hmm. part of the cast because I loved it so much. Um, so it's always been there. My sister is even more obsessed than I am. She really? is like, our whole house is Disney. It's crazy. Love it. Um, but we've just always, I don't know. I, I just always felt like it was something you could do as a family, something for all ages. It doesn't matter if you're a kid. It doesn't matter if you're a grandma. and There's something for everyone. Everyone's accepted. Once you get in there, once you walk down Main Street, you're, it's just this feeling that you get. And Walt Disney actually looks a lot like my mom's dad, my grandfather. Oh, know. wow. So when I look at Walt Disney, for some reason, I think I'm looking at my grandpa a lot. And I think that might have a lot to do with it as well. It just makes me feel very comfortable. When I... When we visit Disney and I am getting closer to the castle, I just get giddy and I get goosebumps and it just makes me so happy.
2: Couldn't agree more with me. Yeah. It wasn't so much as a kid. Like I like Disney like any kid would like, you know? Yeah. It wasn't so I got to become an adult and realize all the problems that you have as an adult could still go away when you go there. And yeah. that's where, I, it, like I was like about 19 or so when I realized this is, I want to like live here. Like I just want to move in. And, yeah. um, and, you know, it took me, you know, 20 plus years to actually do that. But now Are I- Are you
6: I'm living here. in Orlando now?
2: I live in Winter Garden. So like, like 10, 15 minutes from Disney. Like I drive. yeah. So I just drive a couple of back roads. And there I am, I I pull right into um, Uh, Buena Vista Drive, and everything's right there. So um, it's, 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 uh, it's definitely a blessing. And um, yeah, I couldn't picture I couldn't picture being around anything else. And like you said, like, there's just something about it, that everything goes away any any type of problem and whether it's real or not I don't care if it's not real it doesn't matter to me I just it makes that's how I feel it's like it's like a natural high it really is
6: yeah it's a momentary distraction
0: exactly
2: exactly which is maybe a problem when you want to become like not just momentary like everyday distraction (laughs) (laughs) that that might be a problem but um but that's that's what that's where I'm going with it so now how often do you guys get to go you get to go often
6: so we, for the past couple of years, except for last year, of course, because of pandemic. Yeah. So we, we usually go at least once a year for the past couple of years. We have been like my boys ne- never went as kids. Mm. Um, They always wanted to go to Universal and I love Universal. That's like our second favorite place. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was just action packed filled, you know? So we took the boys finally a couple of years ago and they just fell in love. And my husband loves it so much that, you know, our big vacation is Christmas time. And I always say to him, hey, do you want to go to Disney again? And he says yes every year. And for me, I'm like, usually like, well, no, this year he's going to want to switch it up. But so far he hasn't. He's just like, nope, we're going to go. I can't wait, whatever. So it's just, it's just you know, it's fun. I love it as to go as the whole family. And we, de- I mean, I will go during the year, maybe for a quick weekend with my girlfriends, or, mm-hmm. or if I'm down in Florida doing something with the show, something quick, but um, we try to go at least once a year. And normally it is Christmas, like right after Christmas into new year.
2: Yep. That, yeah. The, uh, this will be, this will be my first new year's there. I've never yeah. spent Christmas or new year's there, but we spent like the season But, you know, when I was when I lived in New York, it was always the season. But this is the first year that I'll be in New York for Christmas. But then the week in between Christmas and New Year's, I'm actually heading down. And I know you've done it before is Epcot, New Year's at Epcot, which I hear is insane. Everyone's told me that you got to come down to Epcot, do Epcot. The Magic Kingdom's fun. But if you're a young adult or a grown up, Epcot is where like that's the party is Epcot on New Year's Eve. So
6: I think also like um, like Magic Kingdom books like it gets packed and mm-hmm. it's capacity and you'll you'll hear while you're down there, Magic Kingdom's at capacity, nobody else is allowed in and it's just crazy. Epcot doesn't really get to capacity because it's so huge mm-hmm. and each country does their own New Year's. So like if you go to England, they have a band playing like it's the pub and they have you know, they're rocking out to that till their New Year. When you go to uh, China they have the New Year's with the dragon and they have a big party there. When you go to Italy, it's the techno DJ like you're in the club and Mm-mm. it's just every country is different and it's awesome it's packed it's probably the busiest time to go to Disney but we love it so much
2: this yeah like this will be my first year there I don't know if yeah. my kids are coming down my kids are a little bit older so they're you know they, okay. they want to do their own thing in New York right, I have a 21 right. year old and a 19 year old that 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 you know they still want to do their you know New York City uh oh, New Year's so but, uh, but the wife is coming down and we're going to actually, uh, so we're, we're going to be doing Epcot that day. And but I'll give I, you a
6: tip. I'll give you yeah, a tip. What's it? So we never stayed till midnight. Because okay. if you stayed till midnight, you're not getting back to your hotel very oh. quickly because everybody's trying to get the transportation back. So here's what we do we stayed till 11. Then we go back to the hotel and normally from the balcony or wherever at your hotel, you can see so many different mm-hmm. firework attractions. So you can see the, the, the ones at magic kingdom, the ones at Epcot, the ones at Hollywood studios from the balcony when wherever we stay. And so we do that at midnight and we watch all the different fireworks and we're already back at the hotel and nice. we're not fighting the crowds to get back.
2: Uh, you'll I, I've even on a regular night when it's closing, sometimes you'll oh, wait like yeah. two hours to get a bus you to never- get back
6: closing, come so. on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so let's let's talk some some Disney faves of yours. What so okay. Disney snack, what would you say is your favorite Disney snack that you gotta get when you get down there?
6: Okay, so it's in Epcot, it's in uh France, they have a crepe station in france and it's the best crepes i have ever had it was actually closed when we went during the pandemic and i mm-hmm. went on pride but the crepes and epcot are insane i love them
2: really i never yeah. had their crepes there before oh you love i them, know dude. i know the section you're talking about i you know what my my treat always is there is the uh the ice cream sandwich and the brioche fun. Oh yes I, that's my thing or the or the the, the ice cream sandwich macaroon Those are are usually the ones I go with. In Um, Animal
6: Kingdom, though, this is my kid's favorite, there's a couple of places that have, I guess they're kind of like Cinnabons in the shape of Mickey, and they're huge. Huge. And my kids are not allowed to have Cinnabons more than once a year when we go to Disney, Mm -hmm. so that's their splurge and they look forward to that every single year, those Cinnabons.
2: Another place that has really good Cinnabons in Disney is at Magic Kingdom in Gaston's Tavern. I don't think you've had those yet. Oh, no. They're huge, too. They're like that thick. They got the they got the Cinnabon icing. They got the uh they got the they got maple syrup in it. And they like, oh. like they're like they like the size of my head. They're huge. So good. Um, but yeah, get next time you get to the Magic Kingdom, you gotta try that that Cinnabon as well. They're they're delicious. Okay, so favorite restaurant in Disney.
6: Okay, so I have I I my all-time favorite is the one in Mexico. In the um, I, I guess it's San and Help? is that what it's called? I don't yeah. even know what it's called. Yeah. The one the one by the boat ride when yeah, you The boat one where it looks like you're outdoors
2: but you're really indoors at night. Yeah. Yep. That, I love it. love it. Favorite resort. Which resort do you love to stay at the most? Which is your favorite?
6: Uh okay, so we usually stay Contemporary. Okay. That's my favorite. But this year we're staying at the Riviera. So we're going to try that out. But we love the contemporary.
2: I uh, usually I'm always the boardwalk. I love the boardwalk, Yeah. Um, but the Riviera. We actually what we'll do is whenever we go, because we're DVC members. So whenever we do go, especially when we're out of town, when we lived in New York, uh, we would always do um, half the trip. At the, uh, at the boardwalk. And the yeah. other half of the trip, we'd always switch it up. Every time we'd go, we'd buy something, just something different, just to try other, other places. Yeah, yeah, and boardwalk yeah. was always hands down, nothing else compared to boardwalk to us. Yeah. And then we stayed at the Riviera. And this, this is your first time at the Riviera? Yeah,
6: Staying we've there? never been.
2: You're going to love it. It's not
6: new. It's very new, isn't it? Yeah, it
2: opened only a couple of years ago. It's yeah. It's it's beautiful. Everything is just so like pristine when you walk in. Like It's it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, you're right. The Skyliner's right there. Skyliner's yeah. all the different places. Uh, really, really, um, it's the first resort that we stayed at. They were like that. My wife actually was like, I could actually do a whole vacation here and not go to the boardwalk. So it's wow. you know, I I think you're gonna love it. I really do think okay. you're gonna love it. The I Riviera is wait. awesome. Yeah. yeah,
6: we're very excited.
2: Okay, so what's your favorite park? If you could only go for one day, Magic only-
6: Kingdom.
2: Magic Kingdom. Wow, <laughs> <that was great.
6: laughs> so I, so it's Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and then Animal Kingdom.
2: Okay, and what's your favorite ride at at of, of all the parks? If you had to pick uh, one ride,
6: Haunted Mansion.
2: Really, well, I guess yeah. I could see that with the with the power
6: of terror, yeah and then tower how, of terror
2: how did you feel about the I don't know if you had a chance to see it yet the uh the Muppets wanted to
6: mention, so I did see it. it was cute, uh I liked the way it took watching it was kind of like the different parts of the ride mm-hmm. so it took that so that it was cute, it was cute, it, was cute. it is it's very short. I it
2: thought it was gonna be longer too um yeah, I thought
6: it was be a longer I, movie, but it wasn't,
2: but it, i you know what I love is the part where they get stuck on the ride like if you're ever on the haunted mansion everybody knows you're gonna get stuck on the haunted mansion and yeah. there's a part where the ride breaks down yes. in the in the movie, so I thought that was great, yeah, I thought it was actually really good I thought it was I thought it was like almost like a, a nice comeback for the Muppets. I feel like the Muppets haven't done as much lately, yeah. and I feel like it was a nice kind of comeback for the Muppets. I thought it great played paid great homage to both the purists of the haunted Mansion and the yeah. purest of of the Muppets because it stayed true to the, to the story of the ride and yet it let the Muppets have some fun there too. So I thought, it was, right. I thought it was excellent.
6: I like when you, when you're in magic kingdom and you're in like by the president's hall and everything and the Muppets come out of the window and they do their little show and stuff. It's really cute. I love <laughs> Yeah. I, I think there
2: should be more Muppets in Disney. I think I, I don't know why they don't have like a character dining with the Muppets. Yeah. Uh, they should do more Muppets stuff. I mean, I know we have Muppets 3D and um, I just think they should do, uh, I think they should do more stuff with them though. I think, I, hopefully it'll come. Maybe this movie will be what helps kind of bring it up, you know? Yeah. So uh, a couple of questions before I let you get out of here that aren't so much Disney questions. Okay. Um, I just like to always kind of t- to ask these a uh, little thought provoking questions. First one is best advice you've ever gotten. And who is it from?
6: Best advice I've ever gotten. And who is it from? Uh, probably my mom. And she's always said, you do what you know is right in your heart. She's like, even if someone else does something that you don't agree with, or you think is wrong or, or hurtful, you don't have to get back at them. Uh, If you know, deep down inside what you're doing is right, um, then just do it. Like, I always give her an example, like she'll buy somebody a present, and I'll go, well, mom, that they didn't give, you know, the kids anything. She goes, who cares? I know this is what I need to do and what's right in my heart. So who cares what they do? So I always live by that. And then my dad has always given me, my dad's not here anymore, unfortunately, but he always said, your name is so important. It's your identity. So if somebody pronounces your name wrong, you stop them and you have every right to give them the right pronunciation.
2: (laughs) I like that. I like that a lot, actually. (laughs) All right. So last question. You're allowed to invite three people to dinner throughout the course of history. Okay. Who are the three people you would love to sit down with for dinner and have a Audrey? just a dinner party?
6: Okay, Audrey Hepburn, because she's oh. my favorite. I love her. Gosh, my gosh. David Beckham, because I love him and my kids would be excited to meet him for soccer. And let me think of a third person. Jason Derulo. Oh, Jason- no, I'm changing it. Ed Sheeran.
2: I was going to I, I feel like you've probably had dinner with them already. Jason Derulo, I, have not
6: I have not, but I've met them many times. But I love Ed Sheeran. He's awesome. He's a lot of fun. He's a funny guy. Um, so I think Ed Sheeran probably.
2: Awesome. That's a, that's but a Jason cool DeRulo
6: smell. Jason Derulo smells so good. So it'd be nice to sit there and <laughs> just smell him all night.
2: Maybe you could just have him sit at the next table.
6: Yes. He be at the next to the party,
2: right? Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
2: um, listen, Danielle, well, thank you so much for stopping by today and give us a few minutes for your time. Um, I, I'm hoping to bump into you in Disney. I, you know, I can't. Really, you wait. Know, I'll be there the same week. I'll, I might see you in Epcot. I'll but, see you um, in Epcot
6: for New Year's. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. I just, but again, thank you so much. I know you got It's busy time, and I uh, just want to say thank you so much for uh, for giving us a few minutes of your time. It really is very much appreciated.
6: You're very welcome. Thank you. Movie
2: Minute. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute. And as always, the Disney TV Movie Minute is brought to us by JSA Creations. And Joey, what does JSA Creations always do? We make all your ears come true. Dan? They make all your ears come true in 3D. Hey, since this is the last edited episode, can
1: you give us the song, Dan? You need to say it is Where Do You Go? You go to JSA Creations. The best in the business. They'll take care of you. They'll make all your ears come true in, in 3D. 3D. And then the walk away fade music. But Good job, man. <laughs> hey,
3: Remembered.
1: but
5: listen, it's good. It's Since Stephanie's not sick anymore, we got the little the little backup uh, harmony there. Oh, well, she's sick.
3: Un- unwarranted, yeah. I mean, well, uns- better than, uns- than listen, she sounds
5: way better than last week. Yeah. Remember
3: yeah. last week yeah.
2: Thanks. I yeah, I yeah, I agree. You, you sound a lot better. Like you could hear it in your voice. This week you sound fine. It's Listen, like old I, school stuff.
4: I know I'm the new guy here, but I'd like to hear more singing. That's okay. Chris is like can these what guys the hell sing hell every
2: segment. No,
4: <laughs> not what the hell. I want more. I think you guys should oh, oh god, I'm sing. gonna
2: make more no, jingles. Me. Don't encourage yeah. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Steph I I would I don't mind hearing more I don't mind hearing more Steph, but Dan's always off key and it's like a you know, it's a thing.
4: Dan was anchoring that thing, man. He was on. All pool. right. Let's, be, let's
2: mute. Let's mute you guys Let's mute the let guys. talk some sense, Gene. Look at him. You, Chris. He's in timeout. Thanks, in Chris. <laughs> All right. So, so Joey, what do you got in uh, the Disney TV movie minute?
5: All right. First up, we got uh, Doogie Kamaloa, MD season finale. Leela accepts a medic job on Walter's pro, uh, uh, surf tour in Australia. But Benny and Clara refused to let her 16-year-old live with her boyfriend and leave uh, her medical residency for summer. So agree. Yeah. Don't watch know. that show yet. She's 16 I, I have,
4: yeah. with her boyfriend. Come on now.
5: Yeah, right? Right? Thanks, Joey. Yeah. thank you. Oh. <laughs> <They're> with you. <laughs> Next up, we got Mickey Mouse Funhouse season one. I guess they're starting from the beginning. Uh to help them <laughs> uh, to help them find out. I mean, there's a button, there's a bazillion seasons Oh, were you
2: thinking of Clubhouse? You thinking of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Clubhouse
5: that's what it is. <laughs> Clubhouse. is, this new, is this Fun new?
2: house, come on. Hey, but is this new? I don't know. This might be. I don't well, know about this one. one. It
4: says season one, so yeah, I feel
5: like anyway to help them find out uh if dragons are good or bad, funny takes uh Mickey Minnie and their friends to the kingdom of Majestica, where they are transformed into knights, knaves, and princesses.
2: Is it me or does Majestica not sound like a kingdom, but like more like a strip club?
5: It could. It could. Yeah, it could.
2: <laughs> Come on, man, that's a that's a strip club name, if you ask me.
4: Hey Joey, have you ever seen the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse episode that has a Tron-inspired episode where they? Is there really?
2: Yes, yeah,
5: there is. They end up going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
4: yeah. I, I didn't know what he was going to say. I didn't think he's
1: going
5: back to Tron. <laughs> no,
4: I knew Joe. I'm just saying. I, I, when I find a Tron friend, I stick with them. I'm like,
5: hey. there you go. Yeah, don't tell Gene. Gene's like, yeah, that that episode. Was I, gotta crap. Be, I was
2: gonna say that that, <laughs> that episode sounds horrible. No, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome.
5: It was good, man. They're wearing the suits and everything. It was pretty yeah. cool
4: go into a computer and goofy's like gorge it's so blue in here it's great it's amazing <laughs> gotta check it, it's, out.
2: <laughs> it sounds like the worst thing ever
4: we won't watch it together then gene fine
2: no we won't right. I'd re- go to the next one joey you <laughs> want to know all right next up we've got under the helmet the legacy of boba fett i
5: don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for this yeah, I've been waiting yep. for
2: this for a while.
5: The all new documentary special that celebrates the origins and legacy of Star Wars, legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett.
2: I can't wait for this. And I, I know we spoke about it before. And I said, that. is this going to be kind of like Star Wars meets Sopranos? Because it's almost like gangland type of stuff. And that's what it kind of seems like in the trailer, man. Like, yeah. it's like he's trying to take over like gangland Star Wars, man. Tatooine. I'm I'll excited for this. I feel like it could, this could be really something different compared to the other. The other Star Wars shows, this could be a, its own little different kind of a thing. I'm, I'm really excited for it
4: well he's replacing Jabba Jabba was the big gangster right exactly like now okay. he's taking over his turf it's like a gangster like turf war I love that's, it I'm yeah
2: that's down. what I'm saying I feel like it's gonna be a totally different theme than we used to in the in the Star Wars universe so I'm that's actually good. really excited about it it's almost like it's like space Tony Soprano man yeah totally yeah, yeah
5: there you go but don't worry just like Mandalorian they'll make like four episodes and then we'll wait 2 years to see freaking season 2 so <laughs> i want to see I, I don't know if you guys are hoping
4: for this but i want to see him get out of that starlock bit i want i want that origin yeah like maybe
5: maybe that they origin. do a flashback
4: yeah, maybe yeah. they do a flashback to show us exactly what happened. They That's have it. to,
2: right? They have
4: to. fans want you want to see it. You're a Boba Fett fan. You want to be like, of come course. On, how did you
2: do that? You know? Even if you're not a Boba Fett fan, just because like it it doesn't make any sense otherwise. Like for about 50 years, we thought he was eaten by that thing. So like, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, you bring him back. Like, come on, let's give me a reason why he's back. Don't you know?
5: Indigestion. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. We'll see. I hope we find out. Exactly. All right. Next up, we've got Marvel Studios 2021 Disney Plus Day Special. The special explores the Disney Plus series of the Marvel Cinematic Universe from the past, present and future. This thing is just a mega train uh, that's just going to continue going. I mean, just going and going. So it'll be cool to see this type of stuff because I'm sure they'll Kind of give you a um, a roadmap of what's coming, even though we kind of know for, you know, for for what's coming. But still, it'll be interesting to see and also probably show how it all started, which, you know, from the beginning and, and to what it came to now. Maybe even hear about who knows, maybe even hear about stuff that like maybe it almost didn't happen because they didn't want to do it. I remember when I heard that Robert Downey was cast for, you know, Iron Man. I was like, because remember at the time he was like a recovering druggie. Like, I was like, are you You're kidding jail, me with this Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, when I saw it, I was like blown away. It's kind of
2: like like Dan was saying before with John Travolta making his remit, you know, making, you know, rebounding his career with Pulp Fiction. That's kind of what what Iron Man did for Robert Downey Jr. You know, same thing. And he was a guy that too, younger in his career, back on SNL and stuff that he was looked at as someone that was going to be in Hollywood. I mean, his father, his father was like a world renowned director himself. I mean, so everyone looked at him as like he was going to be huge in Hollywood and he kind of self-destructed. But it was nice to see him come back and he seems like he's a better person for it today for it. So,
5: yeah. Absolutely. All right. Next up, we got uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, available to all Disney Plus subscribers. If anyone hasn't seen this, definitely recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, mar- martial arts master Shang-Chi confronts the past he thought he left behind when he's drawn into the web of a mysterious Ten Rings organization. So this is actually was a surprise uh, for me, just because I really didn't know much about it mm-hmm. until I had seen yeah. it. But it was really cool,
2: man. Agreed. I I didn't think he. I'd never heard of the character until the movie was coming out. Exactly. I
5: was yeah. like. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it's neat that they are pulling some of these characters out, stuff that you really, uh, unless you're super hardcore, read a lot of the comics or any of that stuff, you wouldn't really know about these characters, that they're actually taking chances on doing them. So yep. yep. Uh, I, I just like how
4: they keep expanding the universe, right? Oh, like, my we, God. Yeah. yeah we've already met the 10 rings before, you know, you've met the Mandarin. Now you actually are meeting the real Mandarin and the, and the real 10. Rings. Yep. So it's just, it's just amazing how like woven these, these yep. characters and these stories are connected to each other. So it's very cool. And finally having like an, an Asian uh, member of the Marvel cinematic universe, I think is a yeah. big deal Definitely. It's super inclusive, and uh I I think it's awesome. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the guy that did all the Bruce Lee martial arts, like he studied from that school. I, I watched some documentary thing. Uh, he also did the Crow and that kind of stuff. He worked with Brandon Lee before his unfortunate situation. He worked on this yeah. as well, so it's the same kind of martial arts as a lot of these Bruce uh, Lee that you're seeing. Oh, I didn't know that uh, in Shang Chi. Yeah, it's amazing. Like the
0: that's cool.
4: It's really stunning, uh, f- uh, stage combat that you're going to see. And, uh, plus all the other great things. Aquafine is hilarious and the special effects and the story. It just, it's really beautifully done. Um, all right. So getting over to, uh, this is, uh, Entrelazados. I totally butchered that. I'll try it again. Entrelazados. It's, it, it's something like that. But anyway, this is. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Allegra dreams of joining an 11 o'clock music hall company, uh, but her mother, Katerina, just won't let that happen. So Allegra's life changes drastically when she finds a mysterious bracelet that takes her to 1994, a good year, by the way. It was a baseball year. unfortunately, that year, but other than that, <laughs> pretty great. Uh, this was the year that Katerina was her age and was starting her career in the 11 o'clock uh, group uh, while she lived in Coco's shadow. And Coco is Allegra's grandmother. So will Allegra be able to change the past? The only way you can find out is if you check out. I butcher again, Andre Lazoros on <laughs> Plus whenever that
2: comes. Um, that cool. <laughs> is this is this in the Coco universe? Because her grandmother is this is this Miguel. I, I was just thinking yeah, when he too. said that. I was just thinking he said that. Coco's grandmother and Coco was the great grandmother from Miguel. So could this be? It makes sense. They tie the stuff in all the time. So it could be. I would love to check this out just for that alone because
5: I'm, I'm, I love Coco. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, well, at least you like something. So. <laughs> I like a lot of things. In fact,
2: I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I have, I like a lot what, what, what we're going to hear from, from Bondo next.
4: Oh, I um, love, yeah. I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, the next man. thing that's coming out is Ciao, Alberto, yeah, uh, which man. is an animated short film from Pixar. You know it. It's, it's based off of Luca featuring characters from the animated hit Luca. Fun-loving sea monster Alberto wholeheartedly wants to prove himself to his stoic mentor Massimo. So that great connection you got you got to enjoy in the movies, they're going to explore it. And quite frankly, I feel like Alberto is the unsung hero of that film. He
0: is sure. so curious
4: and creates all the stakes, that friendship that he's holding on to with, with both of his Italian paws just slipping from his hands. Uh, such a beautiful story. And and also the father Massimo, uh, Oh, two great characters who are completely different. Get to explore that relationship is really exciting. A ciao, Alberto. I bought bought my first Funko, and it was Alberto. Listen, really.
2: Let me tell you what Uh, I uh, why I'm I'm so um, why -hmm. I feel so passionate about Luca Uh, because I feel like it single handedly saved the springtime movies for Disney because other than that, what else did you have? Cruella. And at least we got something really good out of that. Yeah, at least finally we got a movie that said
1: Vespa 37
2: times. (laughs) Uh, It's my my favorite word. I don't know about you. I Uh, love
5: this. I I love this. The movie, Luke, I love the movie regardless. So I'm glad to see that they're actually going to do more of this, at least from that, you know, that whole story. I just love it. So I'm really looking forward to this.
2: And you know what? You might see later on in the works, maybe now Luca with. Of course. With, with his I can't, i'm blanking on on the characters when, they go, to, the, when they go to when they go to school the, when they're in the school i'd love to see them yeah. expand on that maybe do a little like a, even if it's not full episodes like could be like how they did um uh, doug days give me something like that you know
4: well this is just going to be a short so you're going to get a taste of that you're going to see yeah. them fish a lot is what i think
2: yeah be, that'll be all right yeah uh, what else is
4: happening hey pssst, olaf presents now this is a brand new jam all new original series of shorts From the Walt Disney Animation Studios, which has Frozen's beloved snowman retelling several classic Disney tales as only he can, so this is great. It's him monologuing or just telling you the story in that fun Olaf way. I think it's really going to borrow from that scene in Frozen Two, and he's every time he would explain how a story would go, he would do it in his own wackadoo style. (laughs) Now picture that, but he's telling you Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be super funny. Oh
2: yeah! yeah. You know what I'd love to see the dude too. Let's let's expand on this. Uh, the character from I can't think of the name of the character's name, but Michael Pena's role in Ant Man. How he whenever he tells that oh, whenever he tells yeah. the story, yeah, it's, it's, awesome. always, it's like super exaggerated. Yeah. Give me him <laughs> yeah. doing doing the same thing as this, but doing Marvel stories, the Marvel oh. films. That would be awesome. He's yeah.
4: giving you like the origin stories of these random characters.
2: Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love, love to. Let me tell you about Hulk, man. This it yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Awesome. How, how awesome would that be? Michael Pena is is, is pretty good. Oh, so oh yeah.
4: And uh, if you love Frozen, there's more for you. Frozen Fever returns. Uh, you guys might have seen this one already. Uh, this is where Elsa wants to throw a surprise party for Anna with help from Kristoff and Sven and Olaf. She gets a cold, though, bummer, and unknowingly creates an <laughs> animated snowman <laughs> who destroys all the decorations. This is the I'm trying to make the perfect day for you. That's some beautiful that tunes bummer. in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a bummer of a party. <laughs> But this is this has been around for a few years, so it's coming back for Christmas. Uh, it's fantastic. And yeah, if your kids are missing out on some Frozen, they're going to get a new taste. So this is fantastic bringing it on back for Christmas. Holiday yeah.
5: times. There's
2: always m- multiple things of Frozen. It's just yeah. the guarantee. Wow. You yeah. kick it over to Steph now. Steph, what do we got?
3: I've got The World According to Jeff Goldblum, Season 2. In this season, Jeff uncovers surprising secrets behind a whole new host of topics. While meeting a new cast of fantastic characters, from passionate fans to experts, unveiling life-changing new technology, Jeff discovers just how these topics have shaped the world we live in.
5: I've never seen any of these. It's funny. I was either. <laughs> have you?
3: No. <coughs>
2: of course not.
3: As I'm reading this, I'm like, what? This
2: is a show? Yeah, this is season two. You didn't see season. I I, it. It. I didn't
3: see season one. Like I saw
1: the you know previous, but I never actually watched one. It Neither was
2: the season one was. It, it came when it like originally launched Disney Plus. I believe. I think it was yeah. one of the first shows yes. they had. Yeah, oh, the really? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. If you like Goldblum, you like it. If you don't, you'd be like, it's whatever. But if you like gold, you, you'll. It's I fine. do like him.
3: I do He, too. Does,
4: he does the boom thing. Yeah. We, Let's we'll talk about the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you shoes. You put them on your feet, right? You put them on your feet, right? Mm.
3: That's pretty What's good. That well, Here we you... go. <laughs> Feast. Not <James>, sad. <laughs> James' dog named Winston enjoys eating portions of junk food offered by his master. However, when James' girlfriend tells him to switch to healthy food, Winston is unable to enjoy fast food.
4: Yeah, I've seen it. It's really cute. It's really cute. <laughs> If you're a dog owner, you're going to love this. It's just a yeah. dog. Oh, Gene.
2: Yeah. I'm into. One.
3: Okay. <laughs> Next, I've got get a horse. Mickey and his friends go on a peaceful wagon ride until pig leg beep tries to run them off the road.
2: Wow.
0: Okay. All
3: right. Here we go. Paper man. After being flattered by a girl while traveling to work on a train, a man tries to catch her attention by using a fleet of paper aircraft.
1: Oh. Well, I have the untitled Simpsons short. Which is a new short from The Simpsons that pays tribute to Disney Plus's marquee brands. So, what else we got? (laughs) We're not gonna go through the whole synopsis, but The Jungle Cruise is finally available to all Disney Plus subscribers. So,
3: oh, good.
1: Definitely check that out. And like we mentioned before, the Blu ray actually has a lot of extras that are really cool. So, don't just rely on that. What else?
0: Okay. And
1: Gene's favorite that he's really looking forward to Home Sweet Home Alone. Max Mercer is um, this we've gone through this already. Yeah. the yeah. retake on the Home Alone movie, which it's didn't need one. Yeah. And it looks very kiddie and it is what it is.
2: It looks as bad as the bad sequels they did with like three and four or whatever it was. It looks that yeah. it looks like it's like on that level. So if you it's like the bad ones, you'll probably like this.
4: Is Home Alone a Christmas movie? The original, did you say?
2: Heck yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. You no, know, Stephanie shaking I her head. You're I don't even know why it?
2: you're asking right now.
4: Chris?
3: Oh no! I'm thinking of um the Arnold. Schwarzenegger.
4: She's thinking oh, of Die yeah. Hard. Die, that's die Hard. Very that's not even close a name. That's
2: Bruce Willis. I, not
4: thought Ar- I thought she was talking Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> not a Christmas You know she's, what
2: I'm t- you know she's, thinking. She's, talk, she's talking die. about um Terminator.
4: Dan, I know how you, it's. It's just meant that you two are together. She says the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and you goes, you go. Oh, Die Hard. You're meant to be <laughs> I together. Know. Like yeah, yeah, I know what she meant.
3: <laughs> you know the debate. I know. I know. So when you when you said it like that, I just automatically think, "Oh, here's the discussion." Like, <laughs> how is
2: Home Alone oh. not a? And it Wait, looks like Jay Bugs, Jay Berg you know? says he thinks it's a reboot, not a not a remake. So,
4: oh no. So oh, I mean,
2: but I mean, is it still the premise? premise. That- the Someone premise is still the same, one, and I I think the, the only coming. way this is yeah I think the only way this is a reboot is if there's some type of tribute paid to the original one, right? Like
4: it needs to be a passing of the torch. Kevin Allister forgets his kid, and the Wet Bandits are back, and it's Pesci and it's Stern, just and they're in jail, and they're upset, and they're looking for Kevin, and they find his kid Max, and his kid puts him through the traps. This is just too easy. It writes itself, guys. What?
2: What yeah. if it's what yeah. if it's, if it's, it's Pesci's? What if it's Pesci's kid?
4: Well, that works too. Yeah.
2: All right. So, I- what do I got coming up? I have. Are you ready for this? <laughs> we got Gene cool. Tangled Ever After the Short Princess Rapunzel and her fiance, Flynn Ryder, prepare for their grand wedding. However, their companions, Pascal and Maximus, lose their rings struggle to find them before it's too late is that (laughs) little match girl which is also a short a poor girl sells matches to make money in order to keep warm she lights the matches she wants to sell and envisions a different Mm -hmm. life for herself in the fiery flames i don't know if this is good i mean teaching kids to play with matches
3: is that a christmas is is little (laughs) match girl a christmas story i never heard
2: of it i'm only reading the synopsis and it sounds like sounds like something i wouldn't let my little girl watch because it's she's playing with fire
3: Oh no! It's fantastic. Sarah Jessica Parker was in the original. Was
2: she as a, as the girl like yeah. when she was younger?
3: Pretty matches.
2: Did you ever you see the website? Matches? Did you ever see the website? There's an actual website. You can Google this. You can look it up. Sarah Jessica Par- Parker looks like a horse. dot com. Oh, I'm, not, a, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying she looks like a horse. Well, <laughs> she might. She's not that great looking. But
3: I there, do know oh, about that there, is
2: web, sorry, there is a website. There uh, is a website. Sarah Jessica Parker looks like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> listen that's how you know you made it when someone puts up a website about you looking like a horse you know you've made it Uh, yeah i'll wait for someone to put up a a website saying i look like you know a sloth i'll take a sloth all right what else we got we got the Ballad of nessie which is also a short (laughs) a land developer forces nessie and her rubber duck to find a new home at latness um I guess and we also have TikTok tale which is also a short a quirky mantle clock is often ridiculed by the fancier clocks in a london shop however one day when a thief sets his eyes on the swankier ones the mantle <laughs> clock comes to their rescue i gotta be honest with you that mantle clocks are real sucker you should just let them go i mean they pick on him all the time for not being like you know just being a mantle clock and then he's gonna save the day i'd say good riddance but you know
1: totally. jeans I'm are the- really invested
2: in this one let yeah, me tell you right? something As far as movies about clocks that come to life, this is probably the second best one. (laughs) I would love to see a cameo by Clodsworth, right? I mean, that's got to be the case with this, right?
3: Absolutely.
2: I mean, I think that's a no-brainer. Let's get into Topic Talk, guys.
3: Disney Topic Talk.
2: All right, so this week on Disney's Topic Talk, we um, we're talking about if we were going to spend Thanksgiving at the parks or at, in Disney, where would we want to have our Thanksgiving feast? What restaurant would we want to have our Thanksgiving feast? And I, you know what, I, I got to imagine there's going to be some obvious answers because there's some obvious places. You know, we'll see if maybe someone threw a little curveball into the mix. Let's start with. Uh, Let's start with Joey. Joey always goes first in these mixes. Let's. What do you got, Joey? Where would you want to have Thanksgiving dinner if you're spending it in Disney?
5: I'm always the kid in the back of the class that really doesn't want to raise his hand and then I get picked on. Anyway. <laughs> you get picked on anyway. <laughs> <how> <laughs> you know, and it's funny. I was thinking of a curveball, something like Casey's. But, uh, <laughs> listen, all day long, but uh, no. I'm going to probably say I would probably go with Be Our Guest. I do like the, uh, obviously, the aesthetics of the castle, but your uh, filet mignon is really good. So give me, and, and again, it isn't true. I don't want if we're going to do it at the parks. Here, I don't really want traditional turkey and all that other stuff because I can get that pretty much anywhere. So give me a give me a good steak. Give me potatoes. Give me the gray stuff. And I want to sit on the uh, in the dark side. The beast run through, you know, the ambiance of being in the uh, in the castle. I love the uh, just basically, I guess, the theming of it mm-hmm. and obviously the, the feel of that place. So for me that would probably be a a good way to do to do thanksgiving i mean it kind of gives you the sit down not gourmet but you know pretty good
2: the dim lighting gives it like a nice kind of serene yeah. atmosphere too cool. for for a holiday yeah. feast a holiday dinner too
5: and this is going to sound silly it is always chilled in there which
2: i love <laughs> It's like one of my favorite things. And you got that window where obviously it's not a real window, but the LCD screen where it looks like the window and the snow is falling. How beautiful is that for Thanksgiving dinner, right?
5: Yeah. Like, I, listen, I get that. And then you get, you know, you get your little it, it, the, everything gets drawn down. You get the thunder and the lightning and stuff that comes down in there. Um, and I like that it's cold in there. So it's really well, good. <laughs> but seriously, wherever
1: really... I go for Thanksgiving, it better be cold. Yeah, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm real big on that.
5: Um, they pump
4: yeah, in the just, cold air from the windows because of that that snowfall. They just pump in some cold to yep. make it
5: even more immersive. feels it like you're standing beside winter. Yeah, it could yeah. be. So, yeah, for me, it's 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 easy. I mean, there's a couple of places to go. It's either that or Casey's.
2: So <laughs> it's one or the other. Gosh. I'll tell you what. I used to love Casey's, too. But the last couple of times I had it, it got me a little sick, man. You, I was with you one of those times. Oh. And I got sick. Oh. Remember, remember
5: sick? Gene, you, you ate the part of the hot dog that you put on the table. And then <laughs> – so, that, a could be a, that could be a problem. That's, that's that, there's, a, you know there's a reason
2: Aiden was like, I'm not touching that."
5: <laughs>
1: that's a great <laughs> point. You literally do this, Chris.
2: I put the thing on. All right, let me give this real quick story before we get into it. I got a hot dog from Casey's. I got the big one, right? Yeah. And we're, uh, it was me, Joey, Sammy, and their son, Aiden. And so Aiden was like, oh, I want to try some hot dogs. So I was like, I'll give a piece of mine. I cut it. And then I, I thought the napkin, because the, the napkins are like the same color as the table. Yeah. At, <laughs> in, in indoors at um, at Casey's Corner, so I thought the napkin was there, and I put the thing on the table, like than, And I'm like, "Oh wait, don't eat that part here. Eat this part, and I'll eat that." It only touched it for like five seconds. It was like boom, and I, and I realized that right away. It was mm-hmm. one of the things. As I'm putting it down, I realized that like the last thing was just too late. My hand was already in oh motion. Oh my
3: gosh! So I was like, "No!" I was like, "No!"
2: And then um, so I ate it, but I I did get a little uh, upset belly the rest of the day. But yeah. the second time after that, I had a couple days later, I had it again. And this time, it, I didn't eat a table dog. I ate it <laughs> in the basket <laughs> and, and I got sick again. It was oh. a really bad indigestion and I wanted to vomit.
4: Ooh. I didn't maybe vomit. There's something, maybe there's Happy something Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Come on over to Gene's house and throw up at Thanksgiving.
2: A well, if you're going to eat Hot dog, cases. anyone? <laughs> all right but we, you know what let's uh let's get to our guests where would you chris bondo take the family tour, oh. thanksgiving dinner if you're spending it in thanks Walt Disney World?
4: well i'm of two
2: minds well give us one we don't have all day
4: oh, <laughs> wow <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> is he like just all his guests I'm just yes. saying um <laughs> yeah you are okay at least you're consistent i would say a couple i have a, two options first of all i'll mention that i'm canadian so i had my thanksgiving last month thank you very wait, much wait,
5: wait. Wait, I'm on. I got. I got to say something real quick. Jeez. And Gene, no, no. Dan already knows what the hell I'm gonna say. Anytime I listen, I'm like the king of uh, honorable mentions. Mention. Honorable mentions, and I get chastised for it. So just be prepared; they're gonna yell at you. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: okay. And that's why I said, "Don't no, give us I one Because not today," because
4: I'm doing one. Listen, Let's man, it. I can I can take some criticism. I'm ready to go. Okay, so here here's what my instinct says because in the question you wrote in the topic talk, it said Thanksgiving feast. It didn't say Thanksgiving. It said. So, because of that, it made me think of something else. For me, I already had Thanksgiving, but if I was there on Thanksgiving, I'd be like, guys, we got to get some turkey. We got to represent, right? Turkey legs. I'd pop into, I'd go up to Epcot because I want an American turkey leg. I don't want just a turkey leg, I want one from America. So, I'm going to go up to the Great American Adventure. I'm going to get my turkey leg. I'm going to get that photo op. I'm going to probably wrap. It's probably my wife and I were wrapping arms. You know, you do it with like a glass of wine that we would do with turkey legs and say, happy Thanksgiving, baby. I'll I'll eat those turkey legs. That's option one. Option two, if it was actually, I've got to have a feast. I got to sit down and have a meal. I'm with you, Joey. I don't know if I need a full Thanksgiving dinner at the parks. So, but if I'm going to have a feast, because it said feast, I'm going to Pecos Bill, baby. I want to have me that condiments buffet. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. I'm going to get me some tacos and because it's a feast. That means I can yeah, eat absolutely. and salsa. You can make a taco salad. You don't even need to buy anything up there. You just go and get a taco salad. Boom, boom, right absolutely. there. I'm yep. going to have a feast. It's going to be a Mexican feast. And ole, baby, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to love it. Pecos Bill, if you want a feast, that's the spot.
2: Pecos Bill might be the best value yeah, of any place you can sure. eat in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, you could basically load up at the, at the salad bar. And mm-hmm. oh, done. I did it 10 minutes ago, but <laughs> I thought for sure I was going <laughs> to get the Chris. I would you think you'd would be. Well, the thats yeah, well,
4: that's Yeah, that's now,
2: exactly you know,
4: why. Now, now you're racial profiling. I don't know if I appreciate. I don't that.
2: think it's racial. <laughs> I think it's like national. Uh, but, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's, I like
4: it. You know what? Actually, when you talk about Lasellier, it's not a bad option because first of all, it's a steakhouse, but it, it, it has like a—it's very rich. I feel like Thanksgiving is a very rich dinner. You know, mm-hmm. turkey—it's heavy. You yeah. want heavy food? Lasellier, like that cheddar cheese soup. We, oh, we, oui, yeah. you know. You can have some, there's some delicious meat options there. It's very heavy. It definitely feels Thanksgiving. So that's actually a great pitch, Gene. But you know what? I'm cheap as hell. I can't afford La Hey man, I got two kids. You know what I'm saying? All my kids are going to eat is that shredded cheese anyway.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, let's kick it down to the uh, best of the Midwest. And it's just a short trip from where, from where Bondo is over like in the North. Where, where hop, we.
3: skipping a jump.
2: Pretty much. But where would you guys go?
3: Do you want to go first? You can go. Okay. I'll go. Because I am so nostalgic and Thanksgiving conjures up images of family. I am going to 50s prime because it's like wow. going to grandma's for Thanksgiving awesome. dinner.
5: I should have thought you were gonna pick that. Just because yeah. you guys have talked about what it you that get that? though, you know.
3: Because there's a reason, because I just you know, I just feel like if you go here and you like instantly are family, and if you don't have a family, you just go here and you like rent one for like an hour and a half.
0: You're part <laughs> of the family. That's true. There with stuff
3: on the menu, like. Cousin Amy's lettuce wedge, Grandpa's crab, Aunt Liz's fried chicken, sampling Mom's favorite recipes. You're part of the family. I love that, and, and I and want your to be family part
1: members of the... are being mean to you and telling you to get your arms off the table.
3: Yeah, but, but <laughs> it's the family that you know. Yeah, it's the '50s TV family I've always wanted, and I'm going there for my Thanksgiving dinner.
4: I love that That's pick. Like if there's a place you're gonna get like literally a turkey sandwich on like white bread,
3: yeah. Yeah.
4: like that leftover feel it's yeah it's
1: excellent texas
3: to- that texas toast you know bread
1: plus i got the pot roast and the meatloaf those are good yeah, thanksgiving Mama's items
3: sampling mom's favorite so you can get things a little bit of but I'm a vegetarian, so I. But I don't even care. It just feels homey, and it, plus and you they have my the for atmosphere. Hour. Yeah, you you know, that's what the, I
1: mean. The look,
2: even if like you walked yeah. into the old living room.
3: Yeah, it's like going to my grandma's.
2: You know what it is, and it's kind of like perfect because Thanksgiving. What it's all about, like comfort and food, comfort yeah. food, and, and that's what fifties prime time is, man. It's just a bunch of comfort food.
1: What about you, Dan? Well, I'm not gonna get off the comfort food because for me, that's turkey is one of my favorites. And so I would want that. I'm going to go to the Garden Grill in Epcot. We went there once. Um I just love the food there. Plus you can get seconds and well, thirds and whatever you want. Feast. That's a feast. That's a feast. A feast. Sure. I'm going with the the bundle way there. Mm-hmm. Um they always have the turkey and gravy, the stuffing, uh, they also have the grilled beef with the chimichurri sauce. That macaroni and cheese, that's always a good comfort food side. Yeah. And, you know, they have the revolving diner disc that you're sitting on with all the booths and stuff. It's super slow. You don't really notice, but you get to see into the land. Plus, farm to table, literally, because a lot of the ingredients were grown right there. And you get to see Mickey in his farmer outfit, Chip and Dale. And the thing is, you know, the one thing that's kind of wasn't my favorite about that is the characters kept coming up and one of the cast members said you know the next time you come if you don't want them all at once you can just say hey send them over when we're done and that was really cool because that's what i would want to do because i you feel like you want it and now it's a little different with how close you get to them but you don't want to like stop your meal and or say no thanks to a character for sure pluto i'm not yeah, gonna you don't want to be
3: rude but i want my mac and cheese you know
2: i'm a little surprised nobody picked uh liberty tree tavern i thought for sure that because that's basically the reason i didn't gene
1: is i had we haven't eaten there and i don't i wanted to say something that we've definitely eaten at all okay. right
2: Okay, so You're right.
1: That definitely has
2: the same. because That's, no, that that's Thanksgiving is... every day. and That's not what I picked Wait. either, but I thought for sure somebody was going to pick it. And that's why I, I kind of didn't go there because that would sure. be something I would do for Thanksgiving. Um, I've never eaten there on Thanksgiving, but that, that is something I would do. I went with something that will remind me of home, being that now that I live down here, it's one thing if I was coming out here for a trip, and but being that I live down here now, something that um, and Joey probably can relate to this a little bit. What do Italians do for Thanksgiving is they don't just cook turkey; they also cook a lasagna or a big ziti. There's always there's there's always other stuff there besides that. So I would go to. I was going to say Emolino, but they don't. I don't think they make a lasagna Emolino. So I would do Trattoria Al Forno because uh, where turkey is obviously synonymous with Thanksgiving. The other thing that is synonymous with Thanksgiving to me. Is a lasagna, and usually it's like kind of alternates depending on the year. Some years we actually start; we have like an early dinner with the with the turkey and all that stuff, and then we have a late dinner with the lasagna and and that stuff. And sometimes, depending on the year, like I said, sometimes it alternates. Sometimes it's the lasagna early and then the turkey later. Mm -hmm. And it's always with a minestrone soup. We always have that minestrone soup in the before that, Mm -hmm. and then we get into the lasagna. And and sometimes a baked ziti too. And Mm -hmm. so I would do trattoria al forno because I feel like that's where I'm going to feel like I get like Italian food fix. It's because it's a little different than your typical Thanksgiving. It's one of the things that when I do do that, it reminds me of of Thanksgiving at home. So that's probably what I would want to do. Years ago, uh, I spent Thanksgiving in California with my grandmother before she passed away. And we just did the regular turkey and stuff. And I remember it felt so weird not having (laughs) a lasagna. (laughs) <laughs> Thanksgiving, did it? It just felt like it, something wasn't right. Like it wasn't really Thanksgiving, even yeah. though we had everything else. Everything else was great, but it, we just didn't have the lasagna and the minestrone. And, uh, and that's what it, it, it threw me off. So being that I'm here and everyone else is back in New York, if I was, I'm going back to New York, obviously for Thanksgiving, but if I was going to be here, I would go to Trattoria Al Forno because I would have to have myself a lasagna and I'd have to have that minestrone soup. And I know they have that there as well. So that would be what I would do. And you got to end the night. There's always a million desserts. With the tiramisu, you got to get a tiramisu at the end of the night, man. Like, right. I mean, Joe, you're tied. You guys do the um, you guys do the, the lasagna too for Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. That's, that's so, what I'm saying. We, like, my, my mom will still do
5: the tradi- like you said, dude, still do t- the traditional stuff. But yeah, when you're talking about baked z D and all that other stuff. yeah. yeah. Stephanie so, just said that she was going to make lasagna for Thanksgiving this year.
3: Well, yeah, because my mom always did ZD for Christmas. My mom yeah. was Italian. And so we always did. And she drops the E on all that's on all like minestrone. And it was linguine mm-hmm. and yep. gravy and now yep. Yeah, but
5: listen, my our thing, my thing is the uh, the stuffed shells, the the full yeah. size yeah. stuffed shells, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's anytime my mom had asked, that was my request. Yeah,
2: it's got to be stuffed shells, man. That's actually going to be my request when I get to Miami. Please,
3: so what do you guys? Get guys do in for Christmas. You'll then. get that, huh? Christmas, sometimes Christmas, and Thanksgiving dinner can be very similar. The same thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah been
5: many yeah. times we've had an all Italian uh, Christmas dinner and such. You do absolutely. the seven fishes? No.
2: We have done it, but I don't. I don't like seafood, so that to me, like that's something I never really touched. Like if we're going to like family's house on like Christmas Eve, we'll do it. And but like I don't eat fish, so to me, like I, that doesn't even enter my mind. But yeah, but for Christmas Day, we same thing: a lasagna or a big ziti, sometimes both. Um, and then the turkey and all. What about Chris?
5: Stuff. Chris half Italian, right? Yeah, Chris is yeah. half Italian. Yeah,
2: your mom yeah, on your
4: mom's it.
3: side,
2: right?
4: My mom's Italian, yeah, but I never got no big ziti. I feel like I got, I got scammed. You know, like where, where was my? Love love was you time. got scammed. Yeah, you got. So scammed.
3: So What would you do on Christmas? <laughs>
4: Chris. We just do turkey. We did the, you know the turkey thing. You know, but there's yeah, no
3: You, didn't you never had a side of sauce, gravy?
4: No, nothing. Well, we had gravy, yeah, but I for mean, the no,
3: no, no. She means she of means of
2: like it. a Sunday gravy, like like tomato sauce, like yeah. not Italians yeah. would pull
4: it. Yeah, no is the answer. I totally. tell I'll tell you
2: what. Her what her. Like, no, Canadian what, what, Italians are a lot different, man. okay. <laughs> hold on.
4: Oh, shot oh. oh, fired. You know what? I'm just going to cruise past it politely as a
2: Canadian. So wait a
3: minute. Okay. So your Thanksgiving and your Christmas dinners were both turkey.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and now you guys do Thanksgiving differently than us, obviously, because you, you said you had already celebrated it. What is your Thanksgiving based on? Is it based on the same thing, the Native Americans and, yeah. and, yeah. and the settlers? Yeah,
4: man. Same thing. Okay. Same thing. <laughs> I just so close it's to Christmas. Uh
2: spaceman
4: like, came down and uh <laughs> I don't, around what they uh, listen, brought uh, And knows? he named himself Starlord. The Great
2: Beaver. The Great Beaver. Who knows what they do in Canada, right? <laughs> who
4: knows what they brought it us then. maple syrup and we give thanks. And every October we pay tribute to the the magic beaver. Now man, it's the same stuff. But I'll tell you this: uh, I like that it's in October. Because I don't want to eat in late November and then eat in late. It's the same meal. I'm going to be unconscious from November. To-
2: Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. So I actually, I enjoy Thanksgiving more than I even do Christmas. Like to me, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. I love the timing of it. It's right in the fall where it's already kind of cool. It's yeah. not too cold. You got football on. I mean, I guess it would be in October too, but it's still but, warm in October. Ian, you For still me- like football right now? <laughs> <laughs> After that episode you had? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, thank God. That I see. Thank God when we're live, I will be at a house record. Watch Thursday night football because Thursday night football is always on.
1: You know it's bad when your whole camera is shaking and you get blurry. <laughs> we know something's going on. What? What
2: happened? Did that, did your whole your you whole saw. screen. It was like. <laughs> I
1: apologize. But
0: I to ask you
4: guys: Is there a way to like make some magic here and like combine your two traditions? Like, could you have a lasagna with like a ground turkey in it?
2: I, that that. I actually I actually make meatballs with ground turkey that actually you would never be able to tell the difference they, they that good that sounds amazing. I, I, was, I, I shouldn't say that you can tell the I difference, but they're really they're, that, they're still really good. That sounds good, man. Yeah, you know what? Here's what we, here's what we could do though. We want we really want us to, to combine it. You got yeah. the turkey instead of stuffing. You put the ziti in the stu- in the tough in the turkey. Oh, oh my
4: god! Why is nobody inviting me to America Thanksgiving? How
2: <laughs> Joey? See, Joey's thinking about it. He's like, you know what? <laughs> hey mom, I got an idea for you. Joe, you're not feeling
5: it. You're not feeling. I'm not it. not really feeling it.
2: I think that would be all right, man. I don't know. I I said it as a
3: joke. Now I'm like, wait a second. Did I
2: just stumble across like the next great
3: thing? It is. It is kind of brilliant.
4: You know, I don't want to stomp on any of your traditions, guys, because they sound beautiful, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I just thought I would make a suggestion. You know, economize on your day. You don't have to make two things. You make right. one thing. Yes, Watch more worried. football. You're poor. I'm worried about your poor mothers. How many meals I got to make?
1: but then again you could i was when she brought it up i'm like oh okay and she's like well do you want me to do that i'm like well no i'm still gonna do the turkey and stuff <laughs> but you do that now i'm like it's like i'm at a buffet
3: wow, that's he's
5: awesome like, he's like awesome. i'm, I'm yeah, there's it. only
3: three people
2: yeah and two of them <laughs> don't eat meat <laughs> um but you know guys we're running a little late so let's uh let's kick it to the what do we call them again thankments let's kick it to our thankments Uh, Let's thank our guest from uh, the Elvis Duran and the Morning Show, Danielle Monaro, for stopping by and talking about some Disney and and just hearing her story about how she got involved with radio is really just awesome and just really amazing how she was able to stay at one place for all these years. It's really amazing. I mean, we all kind of either grew up listening to her or um, we or throughout our our grown up lives have listened to her every morning on the radio. So it was great to just get to talk to her for a bit. And also, guys, remember next week or not even next week, because at this point, it's only like three days from now. Thursday, November 11th, you're going to be able to catch us live 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FPE Network. Uh, And that's what we will be every Thursday going forward. And it's going to be real, just a lot of fun, guys. You get to just live. You get to interact with us in the chat. The show is going to go in a little bit different direction once this happens too, because you guys can give us what you think as far as uh, what you think for, for your topic talks. When we hear what we're saying, throw your ideas in there, and, and and you know we'll put your stuff on the on the screen so people can hear what you guys think. So there's going to be a lot where you guys can be so much more interactive with us now. Who knows? We might do a show that might last four hours, five hours. Who knows? It could be an all nighter. You guys keep us on, so we'll see. Tremendous fun. I'm really looking forward to bringing this to you guys and. Uh, and remember, they got the contest, so if you want to enter that, remember, follow The Magical Lifestyle, subscribe to FPE Network, and tune in next, you know, on the 11th on Thursday, and you will get to see if you win right there live on the spot. You'll find out if you win some giveaways. We have about 10 prizes that will be given away, uh, with the main prize being a $200 Disney gift card, so um, make sure you guys tune in. Let's say adios to the crew. First, let's let let's say thank you to Jay Boogie Birds for producing today. On the other side of the glass, let's thank Chris Bondo for helping us out in a pinch. Uh, I called him last minute and he was like, no, dude, I got you. I'm there. And so we want to thank him for for. Uh Putting everything aside tonight and, and jumping in, he's probably missing a Raptors game. Are the Raptors on tonight, buddy?
4: Uh no, they 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 won again. They're five in a row. They beat the Wizards last night. So ooh.
2: I, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you what. They shouldn't have beat the Knicks. There was a lot of bad calls in that game, and I was a little beside myself. Chris couldn't help but text me all night during that game, and, and I, told you,
4: uh, were, I told you the Knicks were going to lose. You just got to listen, you know, buddy?
2: Well, the, the Raptors. I think we weren't up for that game because we were like, wow, <laughs> oh, what's what? How tough could a team from from Toronto be? But. Well. Hey, okay, listen, I got to give to you
4: guys one, but <laughs> well, can I quickly just say, thanks for having me on. I had a really nice time after <laughs> yeah. my basketball team I can <laughs> no, you
2: so can. and tell <laughs> us, tell us about where, where, where we're going to find, we like the parks. Tell us about where you, where we can hear you on the radio. Cause we're on the same radio station. Yeah.
4: We're, we're radio station bros. Right. Uh, yeah. We like theme parks podcast. That's where you'll find me. If you want more funny stuff, uh, creative content, we, you know, we just have a good time. We talk a little bit of news, but it's mostly just fun stuff. We bring on fun guests, a lot of comedians. We do a lot of hilarious trivia and it's more of a comedy podcast than so much information so if you like disney and you like a good time and universal studios as well come check out we like theme parks we're everywhere we're on instagram we're on the all your podcasty spots and you'll be hearing gene in the next few weeks as he is a part of our disney villains league which is an incredible debate battle we have comedians from second city and other disney bloggers all competing with their drafted squad of disney villains in our disney villains league it's hilarious it's fun and gene i'm so pumped to have you on
2: uh, i'm excited to be there um there's a couple of people that are that i've already met on there that i feel like i have to take out okay it starts with that yeah. it starts with that punk that took my team name it took Claude Frollo. i, I want the to see Martin adams yeah. <laughs> yeah he knew and, what he was uh, doing. Yeah, he's, he's, a- he's the agitator of the league. He's the Steve Avery of the league, if, if, anyone, if any hockey fans out there. I'm actually rooting for a really big time rooting for Mark and Trotter this week. So hopefully Mark takes him out. Because if he doesn't, right. I will. Um, okay. But yeah, this week I'm taking on uh, shout outs to Gabriella uh, from uh, WDW Bathrooms. Um, yes. It's me versus her. I forget the team name that she has, but it doesn't matter. because She's only going to be around for one week anyway. Um, it's the Toilet Terror. Toilet of Terror.
1: words Dan, here. Dan, yeah. you
4: he should
2: be on my uh, side, man. I'm hey, trying to win a for us. I'm trying to win for us.
4: This is what I like about having Gene on the Disney villains. Like he stirs the pot, man. He stirs the pot. That's that's what it's all about. It's a lot of oh, trash my, my,
2: my inner Mel Kuiper came through. It was uh it was great. I loved it. Yeah. but again,
4: I'll just say I, you know, I just want to thank you for having me on again today. It was great to see Dan and Steph again. I missed you guys. Don't worry, I'm gonna send you some magic from Canada. And uh a magical package. <laughs> yeah, a magical package from Canada. You know what that is. Wing yeah. wink a gummies (laughs) Uh, and Joey what a pleasure to meet you today Joey uh I love your pipes and I love uh your Tron sensibilities and you're probably a Miami Heat fan you have my my best friend uh Kyle Lowry over there so oh there you go yeah yeah so thanks again friends it was super fun and
2: where can we find you on Magic of the Mouse Radio
4: oh yeah every Monday Wednesday Fridays at five noon on Sundays I've said that a thousand times in the show so thrilled to have you guys on, on the Magic of the Mouse radio as well. It's great uh, to just have some see some of our friends uh, be on the Magic of the Mouse as well. And so literally, I think your times are every other day that we're not on. Yep. So you can listen to either the Disney Underground or we like theme parks every day on Magic yep. of the Mouse.
3: Yeah, cool. Definitely, definitely. Wow, that's cool.
2: So cool. Hey, again, thanks so much for, for joining us, Bondo. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you soon. And then let's kick yeah. it down to sunny Miami. Joey, my man. Yeah, man. Well, it hasn't been quite as sunny, raining
5: like crazy lately. But um, yeah, fun show, man. Um, thanks to Chris uh, for coming. It was great meeting him. I know I had, I had uh, you know listened to your guys' show from before, so that was great. And also thanks to Dave for hanging out, you know, checking us out while we while we do our thing here. Yeah, it was fun. Also, before I forget, you can always check us out uh, <laughs> where you can find us because Gene always reminds me on this uh, JSA Creations. You can find us out on Instagram. You can find us on um, God, don't even oh Pinterest uh, Facebook, which we don't use that much. (laughs) It's going to be JSA. And then creations is 3d instead of EA. And we just started launching our Christmas line, which I know I have a few more designs coming soon. So, you know, make sure you check that out.
2: Cool. We certainly will uh, say hello to Sammy for us and tell and say hey, hello to Aiden for me. My man yeah. sent me a beautiful birthday card. I loved it. And uh, anyone want to sort on my Instagram. So so tell Aiden I said thank you so much and tell Sammy I said hello and goodbye. And uh, let's kick it over to the besters of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. Adios, my friends. Thank you for joining us this week. This is our last our last not live episode.
3: I know. It's so crazy. To think
2: about where we were a year and a half from now, right? A year and a half a year and a half ago, right? Think about There's where gone. we're going to be, you know, where we were in the future.
5: It's just crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, oh. I think about it every day, where we were three years from now in, in 2025. <laughs> but let's take oh, it back a little bit. Think about where we came from August of 2020 to where right. we are now. We're about, you know, we're what, 11, we're in November of... Uh, 2021 so like a year and a quarter and now we're going live man we're joining it we're joining a cool youtube network we're going live and you guys you know you guys have been here since day one man so i just want to say i appreciate that joey was pretty much here from day one sammy was here from day one but yeah so thank you for joining us today guys and uh let, let us know what's going on over there
3: thanks
1: yeah it was great seeing you again chris you're you're one of our favorites and it was a pleasant surprise when i saw the news that you were going to fill in tonight not because you're filling in for sammy but just that it was going to be you i know that things are chaotic over at joey's house and oh yeah it'll be better soon but um
3: chaotic in a good way I mean, yeah exciting things yeah like. a lot
1: of work on but the we house we're
3: really really excited to see you chris we're big fans and we love your show and
1: yeah and we're uh we started doing some videos again some goofy videos uh as you know we've changed directions we're not going to be serious anymore um <laughs> good but you can check us out on rock and roll but dw no Mick jagger.
3: somebody somebody asked me if i had another Mick jagger up my sleeve and i'm like that may have been a one done. But anyway.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, more Mick Jagger, more. Yeah. That's the guy from uh, Aerosmith, right? Mick Jagger? <sighs> oh. uh, where can you rock find us? Rock and roll
3: on our little Instagrams, rock and roll DW. It's rock and roll Disney weirdos. Yeah. And we got a little
1: Because now we're hoping to bring a smile, a chuckle, and a rip run day to whoever might check us out.
3: On our YouTube, yeah. oh, and yeah, and say hi to us on Disney Underground too.
2: There you go, yeah, there you Don't go. Don't
3: forget that. That's all, guys.
2: That's all. <laughs> that's all. Who are you, Meryl Streep? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, remember, it's been uh, it's been real, and uh, you know, I always say, I always kick off every episode. Good afternoon. It won't be no more good afternoon. It's going to be good evenings now because we come on at nine o'clock and you're going to hear us live. So looking forward to that again one more time, I'll say it. But guys, this has been episode 58 of the Disney Underground and you can find us on Instagram at the Disney Underground, all one word. And you can hear us on Magic of the Mouse Radio every Tuesdays and Thursdays, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And again, my name is Gene. You can find me on Instagram at the Magical Lifestyle. That's at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. And as usual, peoples, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time.